everybody, welcome to episode 138 of Vigigame Apocalypse. I'm your dour and downhearted host, Michael Raparez. Who else is here in the sad studio with me? <laughs> Why are Whoa. you saying Chris Antista? We are 138. Ooh, nice. <laughs> dour Rudden. Dower Rudden. I'm happy Henry Gilbert. Jesus. Oh, God hey. damn it. You're Get him. Ru- you're ruining the Get movie. Right yes. out of here. God, uh, this is, the fall is my favorite Lynch time the happy year. one. I know some people get seasonal affective disorder, but not me. <laughs> is that what's well, happening to me right now? Yeah. yeah. Well, I prefer to call it too. by its proper name, which is sad. Sad. I've got the sad. It's a very real thing. My girlfriend's from Wisconsin. It took her like a year to get used to like no uh. weather. Yeah. Yeah, get a, get uh, a little little happy sunlight. Well, but we have reason to be happy this week, guys. It's been a big yeah. week for new releases. It uh, has. And been. we have a new release into our Patreon. And if you're still yeah. listening, person. It, the Patreon, yes, but I'll plug this. It, it's even better. Like It's a huge week for new releases, and for some crazy reason, Target's doing buy two, get one free. Oh. And so what? So everything that came out this week, you can get it for 120 bucks. Yeah, the three uh, biggies. And this, by that, this segment surprisingly not paid for by Target. No, I, I just I, I, Ugh, like they rarely ever those deals rarely ever happen anymore. Let alone the biggest release mm. week of the year. Yeah, and that's true. I, 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 there's a bunch I, of things I, that I've been wanting to buy. I cursed because I looked at what they had earlier. And it's mm-hmm. like I already bought all this shit. Yeah. Oh my all, god! All these dipshits bought all the games that they only play once, and I was yeah. like, I'm gonna wait mm. and buy Woolly World because I know I'm not gonna play it immediately mm. or very long. Yeah, well, I really wish I'd done that. But then we went ahead on the stream that you could watch. Watch on YouTube.com Chris, I, really, yeah. Chris, I think right, we need to right. compare our deal wieners at some point because I got <laughs> I got Tomb Raider I got twenty percent off at Best Buy because I have that subscription mm-hmm. and I also uh, part of that was you get uh, twenty five bucks off of Halo Five if you buy it with Tomb Raider so all oh, that really? uh, yeah so I got both of them for like. 75 bucks. So you can get the latest entries in ancient video game franchises. And that nobody cares about anymore. Yeah. <laughs> this, uh, this sounds like new release talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's let's postpone that. Uh, in For the time being, uh, this episode mm-hmm. is sort of an object lesson in why you don't make plans, because life will always throw you a curveball. So life has other plans. Brett Elson mm-hmm. is officially mm-hmm. joining the Laser Time yeah. cast this week, and yes. I wanted to welcome him <laughs> with a show tailored specifically to his tastes, <laughs> oh, and a top boy. five built around him. Oh, and what happened? His wife, Carolyn, got hit by a bus. She's okay. She's okay, completely uninjured. The bus, the bus is rapid. I wanted to have a second of dramatic impact <laughs> <I'm there. sorry. laughs> unlike the bus people. Uh, uh, <laughs> Brett Elston died his hair new color <laughs> uh, so he, he he took a rain check on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he will be here next week, hopefully, yeah, barring well, any unforeseen. Any other if, if I may Actions, say, we have yeah. launched a, a couple new things on Patreon. Everything is about two hundred dollars, five hundred dollars apart from one another, but they're all things that Brett wants to do. Yeah. Uh, and we're encouraging new people to sign up. Um, if you've been waiting for some reason, yeah. and be like, hey, these jerks don't know what they're doing unless there's Brett yeah, with what, them. As like, a, this recording, what hasn't been unlocked yet is uh, weekly VG Empires, uh, little yeah. bonus mini yeah, shows. Yeah, so if you're a VG Empire show. fan, again, like we do need that support yeah. to help bring Brett aboard. That's I'm a stuff little, that's playing I'm in the worried. background of this uh, very episode. I bet Brett has talked about it at some point. So probably. Yeah. Yes. He wants to do... Uh, has he ever done an Adventure Island episode? Because that's probably what's playing right now. Yeah. Oh, God, I love Adventure Island. Like I'm really good. I, I almost beat doesn't? it in one sitting the other day. Wow. Uh, but uh, I haven't even played it in 20 I lo- years I don't know why I love terrible. it. I love it. It's I love Adventure Island. <laughs> I also meant that as a warning to people who've been complaining lately that we spend too much time on nostalgia. Dicks. Because Brett was coming aboard this week, this show is going to be nostalgic as fuck. 
So we're going to do top five grappling hooks. Ah. <laughs> is that nostalgic? Oh. Which relates... Well, some of these entries certainly are. Mm. And this is a topic that relates to one of Brett's great loves. And as we all know, he once did a video mm -hmm. with the arm from one of the games ah. in this week's top Ooh. five. <laughs> Which we'll get to in a second. Grappling Hooks is also my favorite Jan Hooks biography. <laughs> I've always been more partial to Bell Hooks as Grappling Hooks. Um, anyway, I, as nostalgic the as this better, episode better is, assistant. Uh, as nostalgic as this episode is, if you were alive in 2003, mm -hmm. you may have had a chance to play our number five. Nobody was playing this in 2005 and... 2003. Three. Nobody was playing this in 2003. I don't even know what it is. It had like such a tiny print run. Well, Hank, you want to tell us what this is? Uh, I only know because I could see the video you were looking over my shoulder. But... It's Ninja 5 Yeah. Ninja 5 <laughs> It might be my favorite Game Boy Advance game. Mm. Produced by Konami in a very small run. If you live in Europe, you probably remember it as Ninja Cop. Mm. <laughs> because I guess 5-0 isn't or a thing over Hero there. Hero Cop. I don't yeah. know. Hero Cop, <laughs> nah. probably. No, yeah, it's, uh, it was this weird... It was an oddly timed throwback. Because in 2003, mm. mm -hmm. we were all ready for uh, uh, Super NES and NES nostalgia. But... Not everybody was. It wasn't a huge hit. Like, if it had come out even, like, four years later in 2007, people would have been Well, apparently, it's a 2D side-scroller on wow. Game Boy Advance made mm -hmm. as a an homage to Shadow of the Ninja wow. for mm -hmm. NES. Although, I didn't, I had never played that, so I just thought it, it was like a fusion of Bionic Commando and Shinobi. I was working at a GameStop at this time. I just looked up the box art. I do not recognize it at all. Like, oh, wow. it, it is that, like, shorter run. Well, mm -hmm. a 2003 GBA game, I could see them under-ordering it if it's not Yeah, but Nintendo. I felt like I saw everything from, like, uh, 1999 to 2005 was when I worked at a GameStop. And, like, even the like the rarest stuff would come... It would, it would come by at some point. But that game... Complete mystery to me. I mean, nowadays there's Wii but games. You, that you are Ninja Cop Joe Osugi, who has to fight <laughs> bank robbers, gangsters, and terrorists. Of course. There are so many ninjas named Joe. Yeah, and, well, you know, it's a little, little bit of an homage to Shinobi there, I think, yeah. because you had Joe Musashi, mm. but uh, who was the hero of Shinobi. But you had the, the coolest thing about it was that you had a grappling hook, and this was at a time when, like, Everybody was who had been through the 8-bit era was sort of pining for Bionic Commando, and mm -hmm. there was really very little like Bionic Commando's grappling hook. But Ninja 5-0 delivered, and that sound you heard earlier was him latching on to the underside of a ledge and then swinging back and forth Ooh. to gather up enough momentum to swing around to, to the top to kill a gangster who's throwing dynamite at him. Um, That's what the gangsters do. They love throwing they dynamite. They do, all the time, especially in a bank. They just With, stand on a ledge and throw dynamite. We're trying repeatedly. to do racketeer in here. Kaboom! Yes, if we don't Get succeed, we refuse to live through this. I've got an <laughs> infinite amount of dynamite. You'll best watch the fuck out. Nobody would live long enough to become Joey Dynamite in the, in the room. <laughs> like, he uses the dynamite. <laughs> this, was, this was a fun game. You, you got to... Uh, this looks interesting, man. It's I've really never heard of it. Like, I recommend everybody go out and, and <clears throat> find a copy <laughs> online 
Uh, read between the lines, I guess. You're uh, giving him the finger. He put up your three fingers. It's uh-huh. not read between the lines. No, I would never flip off um, the audience. The next 100 patrons on the Laser Time Patreon will receive a free ROM of Ninja 5 <laughs> uh, It's true. Too it's far true. <laughs> Can't get you the emulator. I do want to. Hey, we could stream that. Oh, yeah, you could. You absolutely should. Uh, because yeah, freeing hostages from gunmen on an airplane is pretty awesome, especially when you have a grappling hook that can... I, I, I don't think it could do much more than swing you up ledges. They couldn't really grab things. Or so anything, really bionic command, do we? Yeah, like really Almost purposeless, I mean, outside of it, standing yeah. in for a jump button. It's very on purpose, but that's back but when it also had a jump button. Games. So it kind of gave you that extra bit of... Uh, I, I'm not going to say three-dimensionality because it's a very 2D game, but... Uh, agency, man. Yeah, aerial agency. You could jump up and then you could swing. It was so <laughs> cool. And that was back in the day when you could get away with that yep. sort of thing, Back man. in the day in two, 2003 when I was renting my yeah. first car. Man, when everybody was on LSD <laughs> and yes. driving across country and playing Ninja 5 Eisenhower, Total Dick, yeah. tried to block Ninja 5 release. Didn't happen, though. <laughs> nah, man. Although you almost succeeded... Anyway, this this joke is tortured. Let's move on yeah. to number four. Guarantee none of you know this um, from that sound. I disagree. Yeah. It is the game Ninja Fifty One. Uh-huh. Uh, grapple my grapple. Um, no grapple sauce. You're close. Uh, bad grapple spoils the whole bunch. That's uh-huh. the sequel. I will say this is a franchise all of you know pretty well and mm-hmm. have played. Mm-hmm. And that it is Just not us. so much no. a grappling hook as a grappling beam. beam. Oh, uh, uh, Half-Life? Take oh. a, uh, Batman? Metroid? Yes, thank you. Oh, Metroid. Yeah. Metroid. Is that telling us what a grappling gun does, or grappling beam does? That's, yeah, that's the sound of it in Super yeah, Metroid. Yeah, it was all like Electric-like. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, you know, it showed up in Super Metroid, and it's like, oh, this is a cool little thing that doesn't really do anything, except it lets me swing around in circles. Yeah. And I feel like there were some pits you needed it to... You can you to... can grab onto enemies with it in mm-hmm. Super Metroid, and probably the neatest thing that you can do that I didn't know about until today when I was researching it is that there's that boss, Dragon, like the, the weird, creepy water crustacean thing. Mm-hmm. Ivan Dragon. Ivan Dragon. Yeah, sorry. Ivan Dragon. Who's a weird crab monster who comes out and, and grabs you and will will carry you around. When he's grabbing you, you can use the grapple beam to latch onto these exposed electrical panels mm-hmm. around the, the area and channel that electricity through you to shock and kill him. Ah. Oh, that's super cool. It is yeah. super cool. Like I never knew that was there, and that's wow. that's so awesome. It's one of those like common sense attacks they put into Metroid that they you didn't always mm-hmm. think about. Exactly. You were too dumb. And <laughs> then it came yeah. back in Metroid Prime, which like I think was really one of the first times when you had a three dimensionality to I can use it legitimately this time because Metroid yeah. Prime was a was first person shooter. But you could actually uh, use the grapple beam in, in first person and swing, and you had that, that perspective of yeah. you're actually swinging across this gap and back and forth and then you just go and land on stuff with a thump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Also, grapple beam could uh, could draw enemy like the power ups that enemies would leave behind uh, missiles and my favorite stuff. nostalgic grapple beam is the beam you shot out of your stupid stupid go kart in Jet Moto. 
to take oh, really yeah. tight oh, turns. Wow. <laughs> Those are pretty cool. But I, that I, game, oh god, was that? Where, where were you when I was planning this? Thing? Is that game any? That's but it's so boring. Like it's just like, hey, we forgot to design this functionality of the game. Here's what? a grapple beam. Yeah. Here's a pole you can't turn without. We spent too much time making uh, fucking Mountain Dew and Butterfinger yeah. jet skis. <laughs> Again, was really counting on Brett to talk about this. One. Me too. What color was that crappy beam like? I think it was uh, white and blue. Orange. Oh wait. If Brett was here, he would probably tell some story about how uh, on sleepover with some friend they mm-hmm. made up a song for the grapple beam, and, and then, then they, they all got jobs it. at Toys R Us. And like, and then they talked about how cool grapple beams were at Toys R Us, and how how they wish they had a grapple beam to pull down this big. Uh, bicycle, this huffy bike. Right? Yeah, I think like yeah, it's just the grapple beam in Metroid is so underwhelming compared to like freeze beams and uh, that's true. Yeah, but it's and all there, that stuff, and it's so practical. And also, like it, with the with Super Metroid, uh, there was Super Castlevania that did that same thing with swinging. That's true. And, and you like, had the whip, and and you could just latch on to yeah. certain things and swing across. It wasn't a grappling hook, Dave. It was a whip. Yeah, that's true. But, it functioned like one, and also in in uh, Super Castlevania Four, I would always like you would throw the whip, and then it would just go limp, and I'd be like, mm-hmm. "This is my wiener." Yeah, and, like, you just sort of waggle it, yeah. flopping around. <laughs> so oh, useless and so much fun, just like a wiener. <laughs> I, I am totally blind. I, I played Metroid Prime once for a very long time uh-huh. in one sitting, and man, I've never revisited it. Metroid Prime was the game that killed my GameCube. Was it? What? Yeah, because I played it for so long that it overheated, and uh, I had to wow. send it in for repairs. My PS4 is almost there. It's making some real loud noises. Oh, Metroid man. Prime was the first game that had like codec entries that I actively avoided reading because I'm like, <laughs> why bother? <laughs> I don't care. Because lore, Dave. No. Just point lore. me to Ridley. You know what my favorite part of video games is? Reading. No. Well, then you're going to love that in Rides of the Tomb. Right? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And also Fallout Watch how quickly 4. I skip through every single artifact that I pick up. Watch it in the stream. I, I, I actually reread, I reread the same entries on the vault computers in Fallout 4 several just times, just it. hoping that there'd be something new. Uh, yeah. Like, okay, finally, hey, a diary. The, Here's the juicy bit. Isn't that the definition of insanity? Reading the same vault tech things over and over again, yes. hoping for something new? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Anyway, let's move on to... Number three... Buster Busleys. Uh Close. Buster Brothers? Nope. Buster Douglas. Nope. Mm. This is a game that I only really knew about through reading Nintendo Power and watching Nick Arcade. Mm, Mongo. You're going to fight Mongo. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Rockin' Cats. Rockin' Cats is awesome. Rockin' Cats. Rockin' Cats is the shit. Yay, victory sound. Just in case somebody got it. Rockin' Nobody Cat's did. professional therapist? <laughs> Rockin' Cat's the original, originally called New York Yankees in Japan. Because that's the onomatopoeia for meows in Japan. Yeah, nyan. So I guess nyan. it would be New York Yankees or New Yoku. Anyway, this has gone on way too As long. in like Yankees, but exactly. I, we wow. were My friend Norman and I in... Fucking like third grade, we're obsessed with this game. Like before it was oh, released. Yeah. Wow! So um, it was the the adventures of a, a young jazz cat named Willie uh, <laughs> who walked around with a big tie and a, a fedora, yeah, and you know, uh, like a, 
he would write screeds about men's rights. And <laughs> actually, CRA. no, he would he would rescue his damsel in distress girlfriend. Of course. Who like the game was divided up into different channels, which were really just episodes. So it was like an episode of a show where in every episode the hero's girlfriend would get kidnapped and he'd have to go rescue her, and then he'd rescue her at the end. And it was like, okay, on to the next channel or episode, whatever. But Could the they coolest be played thing. In any order? Hmm? Could they be played in any order? I think they could, yes. It was a channel select at the very beginning. Uh, but the cool, and, which is kind of an anachronism now. You don't really see yeah. TVs with that. But coolest thing about him was he had a, a punch gun. It's just a, a revolver with mm-hmm. like a big boxing glove. It's that, a Roger Rabbit gun. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. It mm-hmm. springs out. It can grab items. It can latch onto things. And then he huh. flips around and... Uh, he, he can also jump higher by just shooting it straight down while, while mm. he's jumping, which is kind of cool. Like an early rocket jump. Yeah, like an early rocket jump. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, the soundtrack blatantly <laughs> rips off uh, recognizable 50s pop hits. I thought it was Master P for a second. I was totally wrong. (laughs) Totally wrong. Is that what's stopping this game from being republished in America? I'm guessing a dead publisher. um... It's Atlas, so they're still around. Oh, really? Yeah, Atlas. Atlas did weird games. Atlas's logos and fingerprints were all over this. Yeah, until they found their niche with Shin Megami Tensei and weird gothic... Mm-hmm. Death RPGs, demon RPGs. Mm-hmm. They made a lot of odd games. Yeah, the same Persona couldn't use like a giant cat in a fedora. I I have to. I would bet there's a character in there's out of all the demons in SMT, there must be one demon that is inspired by this guy. There there has to be probably. They're definitely cats. Let me see the picture of him again. All right. This is going to be great audio. Sorry, he does not look like any of the. I I no. apologize he's, for wasting a He's a time. bright blue cat. That uh, yeah, just walks around with a giant boxing glove extended at most times. I like his polka dot bow tie. That lets you know he's a fun dude. Yeah, he's a, and, he's into swing, man. He's that a was... real swinging cat. Lo- yeah, hates yeah, prohibition. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, if I was Brett, I'd probably tell another story about being a kid and Toys uh, uh, making up a, a probably a friend brought this over. Say that I didn't play this because I rented something else. Yeah, it's like he's a, here. A, a My idyllic childhood prevented me from playing other <laughs> awesome things. So I was too busy doing awesome things. <laughs> Did and, you guys read the thing about Robin Williams and his estate yeah. that that he's denied them the right? He's denied people the right for twenty five years to make anything with his likeness. Like, mm-hmm. and that includes it. Just is crazy to me that for a celebrity in their last will and testament, now they have to be like, you can't put me in a hologram. Like he, he put that there. Like. <laughs> You can't make some hologram stuff out of my old things. You can't use my old, uh, like, the lines I use for Genie that you didn't put in the movie. You can't use those in an old thing. Can't use my face to sell popcorn. Yeah, exactly. Can't put me on the CG avatar. It's also weird that it's done. That I've read that that's done being done for tax purposes for his children. Mm -hmm. Well, because Mm -hmm. they'll be at a tax lot. They'll have to. Mm -hmm. It could make money, but they'll have to pay money Mm -hmm. on those taxes Mm -hmm. on it, and it's just it it complicates things for his children. Weird. Yes. Man, did we really run out of Rockin' Cats anecdotes? <laughs> did well, we? I'm surprised we had that many to the, start with. At what point in Rockin' Cats does he run? Uh, does he interact with his lazy son and uh, interview comedians? Well, the first You're part surprisingly soon. There's like Michael brought up Doctor Cats too, so now I feel yeah. like we can engage yeah, yeah. on the topic. Rockin' Cats. Uh, he he actually has 
I don't I don't know if it's his son, but there's like a smaller version of him that like comes out and like gives you a mine cart and says, please. And you, you hop <laughs> on and then you, you ride alongside a subway. Yeah. And uh, he also flies a plane that you mm-hmm. you ride on. And like it, it's like a straight up shooter level where you're flying underneath a blimp. And you need to take out the, the guns, except that you still have the punch gun and you're just no. firing it upwards. Man, uh, this game really sells me on a punch gun. I'm mm. glad this Rockin' Cats Wait. guy didn't end up being their mascot. And instead, it's Jack Jack Frost. Hee-ho! Yeah. <laughs> the hell did that guy do? Uh, he started in a, in a virtual boy game. <laughs> in Jack uh, Brothers. Yep, Jack Brothers. And other stuff with Pyro Jack. Oh, yeah. he sounds like a real yeah. jack-off. <laughs> You just you didn't care. You didn't care what he'd been <laughs> no, in before. You only asked as a setup yeah. for yeah. a pun. Damn you, Dave. <laughs> a masturbation pun, no less. This is a wholesome family show. I trusted you with that question. By the way, if I had a punch gun, you know what I would do with it. Let's go. Next next entry. Next entry. Did Atlas also have Artie Lightfoot, or was that somebody else? Uh, that was Matt TV. Duh. <laughs> Probably was. Anyway. Number two. I want you guys to listen very carefully to this clip, because... You're going to want to focus on the music. It's not the music. There's a sound that plays in between. Fuck, that's something. Terrible. I'd say it sounds familiar, but it's every NES game. You guys know this one. We have I mean, two entries bionic, left. By, it must be Bionic Commando. Yeah, there it is. I know what two games are left. So <laughs> either it's Bionic Commando or what is number one. No fair looking over my shoulder. Hey, I must explode no, I Hitler's face. Yeah. Go. Oh, the best part, but you don't do that with a grappling hook, which is sort of disappointing. Mm-hmm. Even in even in the uh, the rearmed remake mm-hmm. and the 2007 sequel, you mm-hmm. do not tear Hitler's face off with your grappling hook. You mm-hmm. explode it with a missile launcher. Um, I mean, that's spoiler. That's the uh, end of every Capcom game set <laughs> in the present. Just explode Hitler's face with a rocket launcher. Yeah. Other than the Hitler thing, like uh, explode with a rocket. Oh, I just launcher. spoiled the uh, last. The, the next 18 Resident Evils for you, by the way. Oh, yeah. The past 18 right. Resident Evils. Of course. That's, That's probably how, what they do to Shadowloo at the end of Street Fighter V. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Bionic Command, like, it, it was... Mm, I, I, working there gave me this weird insight into, like, all of their arcade ports... One of the, the hallmarks of Capcom shit is, is non-linear gameplay. For for the NES, yeah, and that's that's just some weird addition oh, yeah. they added to all of their arcade ports over to NES. And I remember being, my, I was so fucking confused by a Bionic Commando in general because you could pick the level, you need to find a key, go back to other levels. It mm-hmm. was it, the the arcade game does not play like that, um, but I think the NES one is better. It's better oh, yeah. box art. Oh yeah. And, uh, and, and Rearm's one of the best uh, XBLA games around. It, it is, and that's it, I'm almost like we got so tired of like. Uh, Nostalgic re-releases back that they don't happen anymore. No. Yeah. I'm sad again. Well, that was really good. Strider because they re-released Striders, all yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. Like that's true. Well, I remember both Bionic Commando and Strider were games that I got mad at because they weren't like the arcade versions. Mm-hmm. And then like you They're know, I, I I was a huge fan of both arcade mm-hmm. versions. And then like going back and when I finally got around to playing them, it's like, oh yeah, this is actually really awesome, and I don't want to play. Yeah, the NES else. ports are like hyper admirable at this mm-hmm. point for like you know what they sacrifice in graphics. They they did make up for for trying to do something completely interesting that's not in the arcade games. And uh, yeah. NES, I'm guessing, is what the sound effect is from. I mean, I don't know if I've ever yeah. played the arcade version. It is well, yeah, I, I kind of. I, I don't think the arcade version is really canon at this mm-hmm. point. I mean, just in the appearance of the character, like. For those of you who haven't played it, like in the original, or in, not the original, but in the NES Bionic Commando, like, Rad Spencer, the main character, 
wears a green jumpsuit and or fatigues maybe and has like he spiky looks like Doctor Octopus. Kind of, yeah, he does. Yeah. And and I don't think the bionic arm was actually a bionic arm in the first one. It was just like it was an add-on to his actual. Yeah, the arm. the cover of the box the box art will lead you to believe it's an attachment on his uh-huh. arm. But you shouldn't believe any don't American you box believe art. That. <laughs> That's true. But then uh, the arcade version, he was like this little squat guy with spiky blue hair, uh, and did not who did not wear sunglasses and looked nothing like any other incarnation of the character except for maybe the 2007 version, mm-hmm. which I will say revealed something very important about <laughs> the arm. And uh, we've spoiled this before. We turned it into a, a micro-meme on Talk Radar. But if you don't want to be spoiled on this, I suggest you skip ahead it's about 30 seconds. All that time we wasted trying to make a machine like a human. We finally realized that the machine must be Ooh, machine must be human. What could that possibly mean? And how does it tie in with Spencer's missing wife? Your bionics are conscious devices, Spencer. It was all just a matter of storage capacity. The mind of the catalyst melds with the mind of the host. That is why the emotional bond must be strong. Why the catalyst must be someone close. You've been using her all along, Spencer. Emily's been along for the ride the whole time. Since the 80s. The arm is his wife! The arm is his wife! I mean, that became a meme for us first Uh because. The wife arm meme. None of us, well, none of us were going to play that game. It looked (laughs) lame, but we were. No! Or Brett was a reviewer, maybe? He was, he was. That, That game is. Hmm. Yes, I worked at that company now, but I, but it also like it predates it. No, it does. But knowing how games work, like, did you play it at all? No, the Binding Command. I did anybody? a bit. Like it, it, the fundamentals are great. It's like a really good Spider-Man game mm-hmm. for a little while, and then it, it adds poison clouds because it can't draw yeah. environments enough, big enough. For you to play in. So it just makes these awful, arbitrary poison clouds. So I'm swinging, I'm free. Oh shit, I'm taking damage from the air. This sucks. But after Brett beat it over the weekend, he came back and he said, you guys, Mm -hmm. you guys in need, was setting it up and setting up and they just pause. The arm is his wife! <laughs> the arm has been his wife the whole time. None of us could. I'm remembering a Photoshop of him like getting married to his arm. <laughs> yeah, we... It was funny that he mocked that, too, because Brett also did... He was the most, no pun intended, attached to that arm because he did a whole sponsor... Well, not sponsor, but he did a video... He did a video yeah. where they lent us the mm-hmm. prop yeah. of the arm, and yeah, it he wasn't, walked around San Francisco with it. Yeah. It was not sponsored. I want, yeah, I it wasn't sponsored. He actually reached out to Capcom because they were they were showing off this. Yeah, we all pros- wore it at E three. This big like fake uh, prosthetic arm, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Yeah, can we borrow that?" And like because Brett was such a fan and so mm-hmm. attached to the people at Capcom, they're like, "Okay," and so they let us take it around mm-hmm. San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And we probably shouldn't have, and film a bunch of stuff with it, like Brett walking around in the hate, 
or mm-hmm. around Union Square. Destroying a cable car. At one point, yeah, destroying a cable Well, riding mm-hmm. on the cable car and mm-hmm. then destroying the skyline because we decided it should shoot a laser mm-hmm. and just blow up a bunch of buildings because this was close enough to 9-11 and that was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, how else are you supposed to end a video without blowing stuff <laughs> yeah, up? I don't know how to end a sketch to you. Well, he also, <laughs> we, we could have ended it with us getting uh, angrily kicked out of Victoria's Secret. Mm-hmm. Um, which did happen. Well, not not exactly. Uh, what happened Never was heard this. we thought it would be funny if Brett was carrying around a bunch of shopping bags, and some of them should be prominently from Victoria's Secret because, ha ha, he's going around with a robot arm buying lingerie. Yeah. He wears panties. What a queer. No, he's going to put the underwear <laughs> on his arm when he fucks his arm. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe McNeely. Our video editor went into Victoria's Secret and asked them if we could have borrow a shopping bag. You can't shoot here. And like the automatic assumption is like, you want to borrow a shopping bag because you want to shoplift. What? So you're gonna fill it up and then leave the store with it? That's like, what I used to do. Jesus, really? Oh yeah, you ruined it for everybody. I'd else. go into Sears and they just had shopping bags at the entrance, and you just grab that and I'd hit every store in the mall, throwing shit in the, in the wow. bag. Wow, yeah, I stole a lot of stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. But then, so yeah, he came out and was telling us about it, like just totally gave the the woman gave him the stink eye and was like oh, you're gonna steal stuff and then like she followed him out and like came out and like just stared at us for a second they're standing there with the camera and the the wife arm mm-hmm. and she's just like oh it's a joke <laughs> and then, like just the most disdainful way like we were playing a prank on them we are humorless like, we are victoria's secrets mm-hmm. we are like legend. no we are trying to make you an accessory to our joke which is not on you you are mm-hmm. not the butt of this and will not mm-hmm. be involved well chris didn't you have a similar problem when you guys did a saints row thing we're looking for a dildo and the the people who sell dildos are like, oh, this is a joke, right? Yeah, yeah like, you know, a... it needs to be really long and purple. It has to mm-hmm. be purple, and you can't return it. <laughs> <laughs> but the people like good vibrations were not into yeah, they, like, yeah, yeah, this isn't a joke. They man. were very are... specific when a film crew comes in about their return policy, because all the other film productions I work on, they buy, they you hide your tags, and they return all the clothes oh. you wear. No, you, why mm. did you go to good vibrations, though? There's like so many seedier adult bookstores, <laughs> like just a few blocks down. You can't count on quality. Go to the independent <laughs> dildo store. <laughs> Fucking Indian. Go to Big Al's, man, in North Beach. If you're spending somebody else's <laughs> money. Yeah, the one Jello money, Biafra played at. Just yeah. go to that one. If you're spending somebody else's else's money you go to a good vibration if it was up to us now we just say like uh, who fucking like just we'll draw in a dildo make a later. paper mache dildo there's there's a good moment in that youtube video when they used to have those hot keys where you could hit five and that meant jump immediately to youtube's middle the middle mm-hmm. of a youtube video ah. and it's just cheryl whacking me in the face with a purple <laughs> dildo and you just hit five over and over again and repeat it like a gift uh, that's amazing <laughs> nice that sure is a grappling hook mm-hmm. yep it sure is <laughs> it's What's this one? Mm. I have to Can imagine I Zelda. Just Cause? Zelda? No. Yes, Just Cause. Yeah. Just Cause. Yeah. Because Zelda's it's, got a pretty good grappling hook, too. It's not really a grappling hook, though. It's well, like in Wind Waker, line. it is a grappling hook. But like this? Can you swing from it? Yep. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Zelda invented the grappling hook. The long shot? It's the hook shot. The hook shot? Or grip shot now. But this... this but just, just cause, cause two, holy cause shit! Too, because yeah. this is the like as cool as the bionic commando grappling hook is mm-hmm. because it's an arm. Like the grappling hook in Just Cause Two is Ridiculous. fucking insane and the most versatile toy yeah. I think that has been introduced in any game ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like I, I can't believe that because what the fuck is Just Cause One about? 
Who cares? Who cares? Because <sighs> two came out and has a grappling hook and did like made all these weird things. I possible. mean, one had the grappling hook, but it was nowhere near as versatile just, yeah. as the one in two. Mm-hmm. And like, just, yeah. two Sorry. turned the game into a huge yeah. physics playground. Yeah. Where, well, the thing, and, the first one was you always had to be attached to your grappling hook. Right. So you could like. Uh, attach yourself to a car and basically like parasail off the back of it mm-hmm. which is pretty rad but then in two you could literally like you could shoot I, a grappling hook and they could shoot the other half and then like make them like that was yeah. shoot together like, we were on it we were on a car and you could shoot the grappling hook on the car and then into the ground and it would just the car would just yank back yeah, yeah. and you what all the other sh- you, could, you like, could like shoot one half to like a person and the other half to like a like a, a passing car or like a gas uh, yeah, canister and, and you shoot the gas canister and it'll like shoot up into the sky and it'll pull it before with you. MGS5 mm-hmm. yeah except uh, the guy didn't go anywhere he, not, he went he back down <laughs> And died. Uh, too bad. But you could also use it to like grapple onto to helicopters, which mm-hmm. I think Mercenaries 2 did, but less interestingly. Mm-hmm. You could grapple onto planes, and you could use it to ride on top of not just cars, but also planes. And my fa- one of my favorite things to do is like hijack a jumbo jet and then just like ride on top of it mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> at like 30,000 feet to go to like the, the airship casino that's just <laughs> up there uh, in the middle of time. nowhere. Yeah, I remember that came out like uh, in the heyday of uh, our previous employer, and you, you were the one, you were the one booster for it in office. Yeah, like, me and Mike. Look how awesome this is! Yeah. Like this. Well, they, they 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 released an amazing demo, I thought, because it was yeah. just like it was yeah. timed. At the time, I I don't think a lot of consoles had done that a timed demo. Like you have thirty minutes. This is basically everything you can do. You got thirty minutes, and you can't play anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. It yeah. was it was amazing. And like I remember seeing that. You and I went into like an interview with that at E3, and like, who the fuck cares? And I, it was the most I walked out of there with like my eyes really wide, and like, this looks, mm-hmm. this looks insane. And it's it's been played so much and modded so much. I do believe on Steam they officially made the the players mo- like a player based mod available for multiplayer. Wow! Like oh, you, yeah. You, oh yeah, you yeah, can yeah. Get it right now. Um, and well, that's because I don't know. The, the, you're right. The the, the the grappling thing was so fucking versatile, like outrageously useful. Yeah, it's just and. It, it, like it rewarded experimentation at every turn. Like pretty much anything you could think of to do with it. Like, can I do that? Oh yes, yeah. I can. This mm-hmm. is amazing. Speaking of of, of uh, demos, mm-hmm. the original Just Cause. I, I I think this is the only time that my like something I wrote was ever incorporated into like a quote that I saw <laughs> for like marketing or whatever. But uh, if you download the demo for the original Just Cause, uh, I I said that it was the best. My favorite game of E3, whatever, 2005. That's what I remember walking out with. Like, yeah. Just because I had no expectations for it, and like, there's nothing else like this right now. Yeah. Uh, and, and why does it have to be Just Cause? This, it, <laughs> it was literally like a dead to rights kind of franchise. Well, no, I, no, this was for the first one. Oh, I thought the, I like the first one. The first one's still pretty good. It, I, I mean, the it. grappling hook and like what they added in two just like blows yeah. the first one out of the water, but still like... Especially like for games at the time, considering this is like a cross-platform with PS2 and Xbox, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. it looked super pretty yeah. for its time. Yeah. Who, who made lots it? Lots of lush greens and blues. It, uh, it's the Square Enix joint now. It's yeah. It, it was Eidos. published by Square Eidos. Enix. It was Eidos at the time that was publishing it. it. Who's the the developer? Avalanche. Avalanche. Yeah. Yes, thank you. And they just put out Mad Max, and yet they also are putting out Just Cause Three this year. And I wonder which weeks. one they put more work into. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just a couple yeah. weeks. I don't know. They they're not owned by either yeah, company. I'm not, I haven't seen that much of Just Cause Three, so it's, I hope it's going to be good. It's, it's like the last thing I'm looking forward to this year because it's. 
coming out. It's like the last game coming out. It's like December, it's December. 3rd. Also, December. Cavalcade of Silly Accents in this game. Oh, my God. I have that. heard about your oh, handiwork, no. Scorpio. I do what I have to do to get the job done. You play as a guy <laughs> named Scorpio, <laughs> which is always fun. Sounds like a Bond villain. Is a Bond villain, I think. Maybe I'm thinking of Ang Scorpio from The Simpsons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and... This is the other thing that's really cool about this. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, the fact that most of the side quests were just based on blowing shit yep. up. Mm-hmm. Like, just, oh, here's a bunch of, like, giant fuel towers and things. Maybe you want to go shoot yeah. at them until they explode. And then you can wipe another optional objective off the map. There's, like, 400 of them. You'll never run out of things <laughs> to do. We just put in an achievement. Like, the ultimate achievement is for wiping out half of the things on the map. <laughs> <laughs> And there were also really cool secrets in that game to find, like, uh, did you guys find the, the Jaws fin? Mm-hmm. Which was, no. like, oh, at, no. at this this one island, uh, there's, like, a, a huge shark fin, like, circling in a pool. And then you, if you get up close to it, you find out, like, oh, it's actually just a little toy submarine with a, a shark fin on top. Oh, that's uh, also the Lost Hatch. The, the Lost yeah. Hatch, a hatch in it. which yeah. is on an island with a, a dude who's just, like, billowing black smoke and chases you around. Are you talking uh, about Chris vaping? Uh, yes. Hey. Yes. Uh, there's no black smoke. This, Chris, you vape coal, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's there is an island with a that you will automatically crash while flying over, and there oh, is an wow. in-story exp- uh, explanation for it. It's part of the story to go there. It's not just an extra, but you will find uh, a crash that looks like oceanic mm-hmm. flight. Was eight fifteen? Eight fifteen. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, it leads off to a hatch and. Is there Smoke is monster. there an explanation as airtight and great as Lost's? <laughs> well, their explanation is there's a secret uh, facility that does like some weird electrical shit that will down any plane you. That's fly kind of over. what Lost yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, basically and it worked. Except you have sure. to go blow it up in in the yeah. story. And uh, oh, there was also <laughs> a dead whale on one of the beaches that you can blow up with explosives. Oh, nice. Which is cool. Was there a Final Fantasy thing in there, or was it just that it was an airship? It, it, it was just an airship. It looked a lot like Final Fantasy's airships, but again, it did pop up in the story where you had to go up there and kill someone. It was like a flying casino or brothel in the clouds, something like that. But uh, Titty bug. Yeah, it was just like, mm. I was just sitting in this. It doesn't fly around. It's just sitting in a stationary place in the sky. You can fly up to it. You can climb around on top of the... Uh, the, the giant balloons that are supporting it, which when I did it uh, while Stone gave me an incredible <laughs> sense of vertigo. Wow. <laughs> I remember when uh, Sleeping Doge came out. Uh, Sleeping Doge. If you had a, a Just Cause 2 save, you would get Rico Rodriguez's costume, which was like, ah, yeah. it's cute that you thought this was popular enough that, like, I mean, no, Just Cause 2 is really good, but I don't care about the story or the characters or anything like that, so it's cute that you think this character is iconic enough that I care that I have this outfit. Would have been better if you'd given me his grappling hook and yeah. his parachute. That's the yeah. other thing that, like, break that, the game. <laughs> this, this sound that I played initially is him firing the grappling hook into the ground mm-hmm. to pull himself along while he's on the parachute. Oh, yeah. That was you like, could go anywhere with a parachute and a grappling hook in that Which game. I don't think you could do in the first one. But, like, the second no. one, yeah, it was basically you could always keep going fast, yeah. like Sonic, yeah. by just shooting a grappling hook into the ground and, like, keeping mm-hmm. that momentum. You had mm-hmm. an infinite amount of grappling wire and an infinite number of parachutes. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. And, and, no and sense yeah. at all, but it, 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 it took a little getting used to, but once you did it, it felt amazing. Yeah. It reminds me of the Saints Row 
games from like three onward where they just said like eh, what are we doing why are we trying to just make a gta game who cares let's just make it fun yeah, yeah. figure just uh, that a game figured out what it was about uh, in the yeah. second version and yeah. that, that's really and i'm glad we're seeing a third it deserves it, it deserves absolutely it. i'm very excited about that we'll probably pattern a show around it when it comes out Oh. I'll be on my month-long Christmas Top five Ricos. In the meantime, that's our top five. I hope you enjoyed oh. it. We got through this even without <laughs> Brett's help. Yay! Good job, Yay. everybody. Wait. Wait. I want a sound effect I want to play oh, that I was oh. shocked you didn't include. Okay. Grappling hook! <laughs> yes! Wouldn't you rather have, like, a doll? What the fuck yeah. was that? Is that, that from was, Rick and Morty? That was Mabel from Gravity Falls. Oh. The grappling hook she gets in the first episode comes back and pays dividends in no. multiple episodes. Wait, before, she, before we go, we're not going to give any shout-out to Batman. Uh, you know, Is I thought about a, Arkham City. Mm-hmm. That's, His grapple's pretty important there. Yeah, but it also came after Just Cause 2. Oh, is it, and okay. it's really more of... It's it's a zipline. It's like the rope launcher in Assassin's yeah. Creed Syndicate where it gets you up on the ledges. And no, it's not. You can, it's really just a way to get grapple? from gargoyle to gargoyle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that's, that's I, the only I, time I you really right. swing and it's yeah. automated. It yeah. works. But you then can use it as a weapon. The coolest thing about it is uh, being able to latch onto things as you're just flying through the city, mm-hmm. and it gives you a, you a boost mm-hmm. for your cape, so you can you can fly basically <laughs> using the grapple. Gra- the what is it called? Back exactly? grapple. Back, back grapple. grapple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, using probably... the back grapple and, and your rigid uh, cape wing things. It's probably a grapple cable or something. <laughs> I loved my favorite drawing of the back grapple cable is in. The Batman the Animated Series, because it was like this little rectangle yep. that he just held in his hands. It, no, it looks like the tasers that cop use, <clears throat> like that, yeah. that, that finish on the front, like paper you can fire through. Uh, I think it's referred to as Batman's silken cord. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I wish I was right, dead. But regardless, I, I, think, I hope everybody, all of these characters bought grapple care mm-hmm. for their grappling hooks. Damn it! Close, get close this out. Yeah, All I right, Michael. Bye, everybody. Same. That's been our top five. Hope you enjoyed it. We're gonna take a little break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about some new releases, some news, some other stuff. Stay tuned. Grappling hooks, huh? You know who needs grappling hooks? Fucking amateurs who don't have natural claws, that's who. A bunch of fucking pink humans crawling around with their ropes and their metal hooks just lording it over me. Meanwhile, as I record this, I'm clinging to the edge of a fourth floor balcony with just my fingertips because that's what raccoons can do. We're geniuses when it comes to climbing and also to delivering podcast promos. Hey everybody, in case you don't know me yet, I'm the raccoon that lives under Chris's porch and I'm here just like every week to tell you how to support Game Apocalypse. They've got a new member this week joining through Laser Time supported by your Patreon donations. If you want to support that new member, Brad Elston, even more, go to patreon.com slash laser time and 
give generously or less generously, you can, you know, just give generously enough to get access to the various secret podcasts and other cool exclusive content that you wouldn't get ordinarily. Or, you know, if you're just like, hey, you know, I, I don't like the idea of giving monthly. I don't need all this extra entertainment. I get that. I do. But if you still want to give some money, go to lasertimepodcast.com. You might notice that there's some Amazon affiliate links down the right side. Click on them. And then you don't even have to buy the thing you clicked on. Just search for whatever it is you actually want. As long as it's in the same session, we get a cut of whatever you spend. You spend nothing extra. We get some money. Amazon loses some money. Everybody wins except for Amazon, but who cares? If you don't want to spend any money at all, for whatever reason, just, you know, go tell a friend, I guess. Just say, hey, friend. <laughs> there's this raccoon and he's crying. He's crying because I broke his heart. And, and your friend will then say, God damn it, don't you recognize acting when you hear it? It's just a raccoon. It doesn't have emotions. It's on a video game podcast. It may not even be real. How can you, how can you take these things at face value? You, you just believe everything you hear in podcast promos? What the fuck is wrong with you? And then you're like, man, I need to get more credulous friends. And you just move on and you tell a new friend and you keep repeating this conversation until it sticks with somebody who's like, I believe everything you say and everything the raccoon says. But also, you just come to lasertimepodcast.com or videogameapocalypse.com and participate. Be a, be a member. Talk to us through the forums and through the comments. Make your voice heard. It's possible you might even shame us into some sort of action. Who knows? But don't. Be nice, but not on my account, because I hate these fuckers. Anyway, speaking of these fuckers, they've wandered off into the other room, so, uh, who cares? I'm gonna leave. Back to the show. And we're back! Thank you for listening to that wonderful and informative break by our friend the raccoon, who I don't know what he said yet, but I'm sure it was great. Glorious trash panda. Uh, <laughs> will rule us all. Trash panda might be the, the greatest contribution 2015 <laughs> has made to the English language. Trash panda. Trash mm-hmm. panda. What about dad bodders? That last year's. Who cares? Dad bod? Mm-hmm. I need that now more than I need trash panda. Dad bod I'm, does nothing I'm for me. I'm waiting for trash bandicoot. Trash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, why wait when you coined it now? Get out there and use Get that. Get out there. Sign Sony. up for a DeviantArt account. Yeah. Make that shit happen, Dave. Yeah, Sony, let's uh, let, let's relaunch this brand, Trash Bandicoot. Trash Bandicoot. On that note, let's jump into... Fallout 4. Yeah. <gasps> Who's been playing that? Me, me. Yeah, really? I had I had a really what? interesting experience with it cuz I've 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 kind of poo-pooed the Fallout a little not because I don't want to love it just cuz they take forever to start. Right. Um and this one kind of does. And it not as much dude. I I re- like we had a show I'm like I'm going to go back and play Fallout 3 again like 2 mm-hmm. months ago and it's like 2 hours before you move. Wow. And like you make choices and you go to your birthday party, it just takes for fucking ever for the. So I don't. I, I've, I've rarely seen the game that people love about Fallout because New Vegas fucked up all my saves again. Mm-hmm. Like just saying that, like I put probably twelve hours into Fallout Three in New Vegas and never really did anything, mm-hmm. and that's that, that's kind of insane. Uh, but four, I had similar complaints about. Really? Like, well, I'm like really hate the inventory management. I know there's a crafting system. The mm-hmm. game has not taught me that. I cannot sell anything just yet. I find myself, I pick up bullets and then I can't move anymore in the middle of a firefight <laughs> oh, um, because I'm too heavy. you got to get rid of some of those lamps and uh, No, I want, all, I want all the coffee mugs. And, I, and I'm, 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 <laughs> meanwhile, I'm, I'm, I, I have these complaints and then I realize it's been six hours and I am actually enjoying myself. I am right. having a great time. Um, I am having a great time in the wasteland. Uh, pretty good time in the wasteland. I'm playing it on PC, which um, mm. my PC is not having a <laughs> very brave of you. Uh, yeah, it's not having a good time with it. Terrible frame rate, um, mm. lots of stalls, bad textures. But but like I but I'm sort of getting it now. 
And not, not to sound like an old man, just like, because I, I don't know the crafting system. Uh, the game never teaches you the VAT system, as far as I can tell. It never tells you that it even exists. I accidentally hit a trigger button. Like, I've been able to hit, pinpoint people's headshots the whole time. What mm-hmm. the fuck? I, I never got I think it, it tells you at one point, like, hit L1 to activate VATs, but it probably you only does. get that one prompt. Yeah, so I, like once I figured that out, it was, it was kind of smooth sailing. And I did not want to stop playing, and I want to go back and start playing again. That's good. I get it. I'm, I also I'm, want to continue playing, because it's, it's really cool, and mm-hmm. I think it immerses you in the fiction like no other uh, game in the series does. Mm-hmm. And it, it feels a lot more organic, mm-hmm. I guess is the word, because you know, you're going around like, I'm going to check inside this filing cabinet, and in 3 it would just be like, okay, now I'm looking at a menu of what's in here. Mm-hmm. In 4, the filing cabinet opens, and I see a menu of what's Ooh, in I, there. I think it... it mm-hmm. I, I liked the way they established the premise. So instead of being born in the vault, I, I mm-hmm. get—I I did like—I do like that intro of three. Uh, but I love that you get to go back to your home after it's been completely irradiated and finding your friend, Codsworth. Codsworth—that's. That, oh. really... Did you guys see the video that Polygon did of Codsworth, Mm-mm. where they just tried out a bunch of different weird names to see like what he'd say because mm-hmm. he's he's programmed with a thousand different names. Mm-hmm. So you can put in your name, and and if it's in his database, he'll say it. Oh, he doesn't. Uh, he never said my name. What what did you put in? Anus. <laughs> well, there you go. But you know what he will say, Mister mm-hmm. Boobies. <laughs> so wow. Kind of they, like, they tried boobies, and he says boobies. Kind of like ET at uh, Universal Studios when you could give him your yeah. name, and he would say it at the end of the ride. Exactly. Yeah. That was an awesome joke on The Simpsons recently. What? Hello, scrotum. <laughs> yep. In Halloween, uh, Halloween of Horrors, their non-treehouse Halloween episode. Oh, yeah. Fucking great episode. You're missing out, Dave, mm-hmm. by not watching it yet. Watch uh, we all watched it together here with Dave. Yeah, so I know. Like, I was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what I, were you doing? I, I was tweeting or something. I had actually bought it on PC, then realized mm-hmm. at the last second, it's like, wait a second, I can't lug, I can't lug my PC to my parents' house for the holidays. <laughs> oh my god! And I took advantage of Steam's <clears throat> refunds and got it on oh PS4. Oh my god! Really? Yeah. Wow. You blew it though, because Xbox One's getting the mods. Is it? But yeah. so is the PC. Oh, yeah, I know, but no. the PS4 I'll go back and buy not. it eventually when it's on sale. Yeah, I just wanted sale. it in a like. If oh, I get really into this, it. I'm going to want to take it with me when I just go and cocoon when, for when a week. When you learned the crafting system? Uh, it... You don't really... Like, I haven't learned it. It hasn't been taught to me. Mm-hmm. But you get to the Red Rocket uh, Service Center. Yes. Where, where you did... coincidentally, uh, you meet a dog <laughs> at the Red Rocket. I'm not going to read more into it than that. Mm. But uh, you, there is, like, a workbench <laughs> where you can go and just... like There's oh, a dog I can, there. I can ah. just... Build a structure. Uh, okay, I built it. Where did it go? Oh, it's outside. Okay, and so then I went to Red Rocket three times. Had no idea that happened. Um, oh. That was possible. I'm not again. I'm not not trashing the game. My big my big problem is the same problem I had with Skyrim. The inventory system. Pick up everything. Ooh, you picked up too much. Then why why did you allow me to hold 900 lamps and like <laughs> like I think that proves why that, is it an option? Yeah, well, I mean, if you go into your Pip Boy, you can see like. Oh, I'm carrying sixty out of two hundred and fifty. I, I know, and it's, that's that's the, the only, my only real complaint about the game is that like I don't know what I need to pick up, what I need to save, what I need to get rid of, uh, or what of anything does. Most of it's junk. Yeah, if it's a just, weapon it's or you junk. can eat it, then it's worth hanging on to. Yeah, but otherwise, you can mod you your just... weapons with the, that junk. Sometimes, at some yeah, point. but, stash but it, it gives you no indication of that. Or but what... the other, the, the beauty of the game is you can stash stuff in any container. So, mm. like, you find a mailbox. Like, I think I can remember where this is. Mm. You just throw all your superfluous shit in there. I think you can also stash it at workbenches. I, Maybe like again, I did. Didn't... I did find something where it's like uh, press X to stash junk. Mm. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Mm. I right. thought again, there, there's so many things. 
I've always loved from afar about the fall. I love the radio. I love it so fucking much. Mm-hmm. I, I love the motif. I love the I, DJ. I like that the DJ sounds really bored. The DJ and sounds like he's being held at gunpoint. Yes, uh, it, it's great. I I, I love that uh, about if, the game. If you're listening, if anybody's listening, uh, here's some music. Yes. So how many glitches have you seen? Tons. Uh, None I, so far. I, I, tons, but I'm on again. I'm on PC, and it's not. Mm. I have a. I had a powerful PC like three years ago, so I thought it'd be up to the challenge. Mm. Um, it, it's it's hurting the experience a little bit, but again, that's my fault, not Fallout. That's my problem with Bethesda mm. games, man. That's why I never get into them because mm. it's, it's, it takes the time to that it would to beat four normal games, mm. and I'd be driven mm-hmm. crazy by the glitches. And I'm also somebody with a hoarder personality, so I can't really, like, uh, picking up everything. Like, that was my problem yeah. when I played. The last time I played yeah. an Elder Scrolls game. Well, you do kind of break that habit mm-hmm. eventually. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't actually need this broomstick. I can just throw yeah. it away. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just when you, like, you shoot somebody and you end up like, I'm going to pillage everything and I'm not paying attention. Like, I just grabbed his pantaloons and I didn't mm-hmm. mean to, and now I have yeah. to manage that in my inventory. Give <laughs> uh, me negative 67 I, That's my only... Can you still, like, steal the clothes off someone's back by pickpocketing them because that was don't know. Kind of I, but that's my only real complaint about the game is the inv- I think the inventory system fucking blows mm. but the, the the environment the world some of the voice acting is a little terrible uh-huh. um, but everything else like I'm happy to be in the wasteland uh, I was I really dug it I heard that you don't really even need to pl- have played previous no. fallouts no. Mm-hmm. No, pretty much I, like I do that. wonder, like, what kind of a creep do I seem like to the people I meet? Because, like, oh, this guy just ran onto the battlefield and he's <laughs> he's helping us. He's shooting these guys, and we really appreciate that. But why is he stripping them naked after mm. every kill? It, it, it does. Like, he just runs up in the middle of a fight and just takes all their clothes off. It does. It, in terms of most next gen games I've played, it, it does have that thing where you just have to really remember at all times this is a game when you run on a battlefield. Ah, hello! I'm instantly aligned with you. Mm-hmm. I'm fighting the person four feet away from me, and I know you're a friend. <laughs> I just know. Um, yep, yep. And it's like, oh, are they showing up in red? I should shoot them I in should the shoot face. Them. I should shoot them. And, and I do Holy appreciate... Holy fuck, are they bullet sponges, though? Well, I don't know. I, like, I've been meeting people. I'm, I'm with the 10... I have the 10 millimeter starting pistol mm-hmm. right now, and, like, the first group of raiders that I ran into are all very susceptible to headshots. Mm-hmm. I just... Blue Again, didn't know right about off. the bat systems, and I'm I'm blasting people with a minigun. Hmm. I'm like, that's like 17 shots, and you're still running oh, around. Man. See that? You're not using vats. That's how you get the awesome Again, headshot. Yeah, the game. Exactly. I, I knew about the vats. I just and like obviously they'll tell me about them. They never. I, I discover them on accident. And I, I immediately like my first perk was bloody mess. Mm-hmm. Like I have to have that. That is the best thing about vats is slow motion. Kills where you shoot someone in the face and their entire torso explodes. Yeah, I, I just it does make and you're you probably realizing this while listening to me. It makes me feel like an old man playing because there's like 18 things I don't know how to do, but I see that uh. they're there in the game. <laughs> uh, and I, I, but I, I, that's the thing. I'm still having kind of a blast with it. It's fucking huge. Uh, it's really fun to walk around with, uh, rock, walk around in and just interact with everything. And I just that radio man all the time. Mm-hmm. I. Bing! Bam! I really liked how how Bethesda dealt with the PR for this, which was like, or I mean, like they showed it at E3 and that was it. Like they, they, as silent as they could be, there were occasional leaks, but they didn't show a thing of this game until E3. And then they didn't have any coordinated preview events or anything. It's like, nope, now it's it's Fallout time. Boom. There were people trashing the look of the game, um, kind of, but I'm. Obviously, I think if you're dealing with an open-world situation... If you're not playing it, I think mm-hmm. it's a little hard to appreciate that there are a bunch of visual differences between it and Fallout 3. But, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're comparing 
If you're just looking at a screenshot of four or some video of somebody playing it, like it looks a lot like Fallout Three, uh, so I can understand yeah, I where some of that's coming. But having from. played like I don't know, Dying Light or um, mm-hmm. another next gen open world game, it does not look as polished or as good. What, it, Fallout Four doesn't look four, as polished. Yeah. Huh. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, it's also it's a different kind of. And, uh, game. But I'm saying I'm playing on PC, and it like yeah. automatically lowered all of my textures and resolution. Ah, well, like, that'd make a difference. But I, but still, like it's it, like there, there's a lot of uh, uh, a stunted look to the, the the movement of all the characters too. That feels very last gen. Hey, didn't the Xbox One version also come with um, Fallout Play 3? Three in the New mm-hmm. Vegas? Well, yeah, through uh, backwards yeah, compatibility. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, but we'll talk uh, about endurance. I'm just, I'm just happy I'm, I'm finally like on the wavelength because my whole fucking Twitter and Facebook feed is like a lit with Fallout 4 memes. Everyone's showing like, this is what I got, this is the guy I made. No, no, but before that, like even like more than once I saw a variation of the thing, I want to kill myself. Fallout 4 is out next week. <laughs> Never mind. Like, and like, really? This is like that game for people? Um, I've seen oh, yeah. multiple ones like, hey, I, I got to call in sick, I'm doing this. Like, it is that for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Like, what, but you I, call in sick for one day that you're going to get eight hours into a 200-hour game. <laughs> Real progress he made there. Wish I, I could call but it feels like progress. Now, I don't know how much how much I'll continue with it, uh, but I had a, I'm had kind of scared of it because I had a... Without doing much, I was like, this is kind of awesome. <laughs> this, mm-hmm. is, this is really fun. Well, Dave and I don't know anything about that game because we're playing the other big release of this week. Uh, so StarCraft Two: Legacy of the Void, right? Nice! Yeah. <laughs> you just covered that. Uh, you dusted we, off your we, laptops. Yeah, and... like the, the Zerg are like just, they're so yeah, this improved. Is the Protoss this is, yeah, yeah, this is the Protoss one. Wow. Um, I confess I, I never played uh, Heart of the Swarm. So, and I'd never got that far into mm-hmm. uh, Wings of Freedom mm-hmm. either. So the, the StarCraft II experiment is a little bit lost on me. But it's taken them five years. Like, that's what shocked me. I was like, how long ago was the first yeah. StarCraft II? Yeah. 2010. In uh-huh. July of 2010. Wow. It's, it's the first StarCraft II. Yeah. Not the first StarCraft. Star- <coughs> first StarCraft was like, what, 98, 99? Oh, I mean, this, yeah. But when they said it'd be three parts, I thought, okay, one a year. Got it. And... Hmm. Yeah, but they, I, I, I was never that into StarCraft story anyway. But and they also say the story is going to continue with some DLC over time anyway. But yeah, I get the this one doesn't excite me because Protoss were always my third. Like they're my least favorite race. I I oh, I was easy. human for I was, I was human then Zerg then Protoss. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, what's your least favorite race? Uh, Samoans. Okay. Mm. Gross. <laughs> I do not appreciate that, Chris, and I will... But, oh, God, The Rock will never come on the show now. <laughs> See, that was the moment where, like, I was clearly making a joke, and you're oh, all yeah. like, ooh, 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 what are people going to think? <laughs> Whereas I hate people from mm-hmm. Iceland. Mm-hmm. I love people I... from Greenland. <sighs> Uh, anyway, now rise the Tomb Raider. Come on, that's so I'm yeah. Playing. Okay, so we're not we're not really playing StarCraft. If you're mm-hmm. into it, fantastic. Uh, but Rise of the Tomb Raider, yeah, is the one you guys have actually played. I haven't played it because I wanted to play Fallout. Yeah, we, we it's a choice it. you have to make, man. Yeah. It is. Well, it's the, the choice between it. a 12 hour game and a. A 120-hour game, so it's kind of... I think I'll finish the 120-hour yeah. one first. Well, I'm just surprised, like, if you're going to get one game this week, get the one that's 12 hours, and then maybe by the time you finish but that, it, Fallout will be on sale on well, Black I Friday Well, I feel somewhere. for people that can't afford shit, that they're like, I only I, have 60 bucks this month, this I'm going to play the mm-hmm. one that will last me 10 games. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, it's... We just sound like a hoity-toity Patreon guy. People without money. I guess if you can't afford it, not like me with well, all my Patreon money. <laughs> Did you guys see the, the Onion story that was like, Woman Factors Assassin's Creed uh, DLC yeah. into monthly budget? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Rise of Tomb Raider, some people also are playing it because it is an Xbox exclusive. exclusive or time exclusive. Mm, yeah. Wait a year, it'll be on a PS4. Uh, yeah, there's not much to it that's very Xbox necessary nah. uh, like you can't you can't use connect and say oh. things to it I think I'll um, pretend that annoys me there's yeah. actually an update there is new this is getting into news but they said that in the new bat in the new update that mm-hmm. goes live on Thursday connect controls are gone like you can't really? even, even if you wanted to control the the, the start screen mm-hmm. with connect motion stuff mm-hmm. not there anymore can it still mm-hmm. sign me in because they know, yeah, I think the camera will still. Can Aaron work. Paul still turn off my Xbox while playing it? I think it will still hear it. We mm-hmm. we still had to when we were streaming Rise yeah. of Tomb Raider, we had to scream, "Stop listening!" Yeah, really? Well, yeah, we, yeah, we brought. You said Xbox One, and then it's like, what? <laughs> Did you mean me? Yeah, <laughs> I know in the other room. But, uh, yeah, Rise of the Tomb Raider. It's not that much more evolved than the 2013 Tomb Raider mm. because I mean that game was really good. Uh, it kind of get yeah, it kind of gets back to basics and like you're actually going into tombs Rain more often. Tombs. Uh, you the have a you have trotting. a pist- yeah you have a pistol that has unlimited ammo just like in hey. the uh, There's swimming, which I don't think was in uh, the 2013 Tomb Raider. There was a, like Tomb Raider 2013 had a lot of wading mm-hmm. in neck deep water or blood or poo. But nowhere mm-hmm. where I could look at Laura Cross batch underwater. Yeah, well, th- there's also less like. Uh, I don't want to say object- objectification of Lara, but like the the she very first yeah, the very first hour of mm-hmm. the of Tomb Raider 2013 was like torture porn. Yes, uh, and this one, she, you know, she still gets beat up and she gets thrown down hills about every 15 minutes. Uh, I do notice she seems to be caked in grime once again in re- yeah. more or less every screen I see. Yeah, that still well, happens. She's going to some grimy places, man. Yeah. That's When you're sweaty in grimy places, it's going to get caked on you. No, it yeah. is unacceptable for female action heroes to get dirty ever. But it's yeah, it's it's way less cheesecake than before. And then, you know what? That's mm-hmm. fine because like, that's... Who's like playing Tomb Raider to like... Yeah, for that reason. Who's playing Tomb Raider to masturbate mm-hmm. nowadays? Like, I, this is like the weird thing. Like, this is... The Tomb Raider, where I went from like, I have outfits for Lara. I'm not gonna dress her in what's sexy. I'm gonna dress her what's in what's cute. Uh, okay, but uh, tell us more. Being more fatherly than yeah, uh, like than... she's young enough to be my daughter at this point. I think oh, God. also. Uh, <laughs> well, if if I made some mistakes in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, the, the the game is it's not that much more evolved, but I don't know. It's just a little bit more what I wanted out of. Tomb Raider franchise in 2013 and still is like uncharted action enough. And I so. just love handholds, like just the yeah. just hopping up handholds. Like that's what I love about Uncharted and Prince of Persia, Asprey, all that stuff. That's yeah. I love it. Uh, I did nice. have I had a positive and negative experience with buying mine. I got mine on Amazon Prime, and they do this deal now for some games like Tomb Raider. It was ten dollars cheaper if you're a Prime member, mm-hmm. which was a pretty nice oh, deal. Wow. And it was same day uh, new release delivery, and so for free, and I got it before nine p.m. Like it was, I got home after nine, or and it was there, and 
That was, that was a new, new guarantee with Call of Duty this week that Amazon Prime would like wow. put the game in your hands. Oh, wow. Try to put the game in your hands before midnight launch. Yeah, because yeah. they knew mm-hmm. they were losing people to midnight launches. They yeah, and to... I, I would actually do that because like the last time I ordered through Amazon mm-hmm. was for Mortal Kombat X mm-hmm. 10. And uh, I think it is actually pronounced X. Yeah, it's X. Yeah, but I remember like, okay, is that going to show up? And it did not show up before I had to come over here. Like it showed up like at 8 p.m. or something. I mean, I wouldn't count on it being that day, but it's nice when it is. But then I had the annoying thing where my my disc reader wasn't reading the Tomb Raider thing. It's the first time it's ever happened to me. And Dave was telling me it's just this routine thing that happens with the shitty Xbox One that sometimes a disc reader... You have to like hold it for just a second, and you then have to make it, it eat it like a fucking baby. Yeah. It's, it's awful. <laughs> Here it's comes awful. the air pain, Xbox that's, One. That's what happens when you develop your console to not be disc based at all, and then change mm-hmm. your mind at the last minute. Yeah, Chris. Microsoft. What the fuck? I didn't... <laughs> yeah, Chris. Why'd you, you do you that did, to the Xbox One? I made one, one component of the you Xbox. You defended it like a year and a half yeah. ago, so clearly it's your fault. I defended the Xbox. <laughs> what about Rodeo? But I, I will say, like, what oh, about it? Why don't you tell us? I'm sorry. I, uh, I was just gonna say, like the Rise of the Tomb Raider, it's up there with uh, Bloodborne as like the best exclusive this year. Mm. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's I mean, so, Halo is just Halo. This is something at least somewhat new. And don't you be talking about Halo? Mm. Yeah, great. That's another I think this bunch is of angry the, comments. This is the game that I think mm. this game will make PS4 owners more jealous because oh, yeah. there's also the fact that Let's they that. their their Tomb Raider Uncharted got mm-hmm. delayed till next year. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, there, there's true. not an equivalent on X. On, yeah. on Although I did PS4. see like a bunch of stories a couple months ago, and it's like, wow, the Xbox One is really taking 2015 away from PS4 with like all these great exclusives. Like, was the writer Major Nelson? Uh, <laughs> probably no. I think it was a couple couple different outlets. But uh, reading that, it's like, really? You think well, so? Like, you think oh, one? This fall there's like one really this, good exclusive this year. This fall, what is PS4's exclusive? Uncharted Collection? Like, they don't have anything. Until dawn. Yeah. Re- re- that was but, August and they just dumped it. As someone who has everything and prefers to play on PS4, uh, like, I don't need exclusives. I just need, like, is this game coming out? Is it stable? Yeah. Great. I'll play on PS4. Who cares? Yeah, like, but the Xbox One did have Forza, Halo, Gears, which was just a re-release, but whatever, and Tomb Raider, which is pretty, it's pretty, that's a pretty good no, it's, of it's a really good exclusive, season. but it's not like a wow. This is really a game changer. It's ch- yeah. resting the market from PS4. I'm like, saying like if we were all sitting at a lunch table instead uh-huh. of a, a kitchen studio table drinking right. beers, we would like that would be like the like throw your card down. All those exclusives that Xbox One had True. this year mm-hmm. is pretty impressive. But yeah. what do they have going forward? That's like next year things might change. Crackdown. But you also Gears have to slide. pretty exciting. You also have to slip dust, a bib maybe. on your disc tray to in order yeah. to feed it and then update your control. <laughs> I hate yeah. the Xbox infrastructure so mm. much and I say that someone who uses the system every day. Do you yeah. like it any better now that it's gone through that big redesign? Because I don't. Well, I haven't seen well, the redesign. It hasn't gone live yet. It goes live Thursday. It, oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Somebody have the preview. I guess yeah. I'm still in the preview program. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, how, how do you like then? Uh, meh. Yeah. It's okay. I don't know. It's like it, it replaces the menus with like, here's one really like that thing that used yeah. to be in the middle. Like mm-hmm. now it just dominates your entire screen and you just like hit left to bring up the, wow. uh, you know, the, the friend list and stuff yeah. like that. It's crazy I'm, that's, I'm still wrapping yeah. my head around Sony it. and Microsoft did a vice versa where like Sony had the really awful a- UI yeah. last yeah, year. And, and, and yeah. Microsoft was hardware. so, yeah, Microsoft mm-hmm. like it was slow as shit, but it was still... 
intuitive and you knew where to go, but now they flipped the flipped like, the script role. like Missy yeah. Elliott. They just yeah. switch. I, I, that's I don't know. I don't want to seem like I'm against Xbox One because I get your tweets. I know you. That's what you think. But it's just that I feel the system is dog shit on an infrastructure level. <laughs> on, on an infrastructure level. It. It's, no, it's and, but, not. Like the yeah. games are the games are great. Like I, I played more of Halo Five. Enjoyed it way more than like. It looks beautiful, but like the fact is that no other game looks like that, yeah, runs yeah. that smoothly on that system. It what? just doesn't. I, I think the problem for Xbox One, I pity it because it it was built to be something it's not now. Yes. And they that built was my it argument to be something, then. and then six months before it was, yeah. it came out, it, they're like, "No, this needs to be something else." Well, shit, man, we we we've, we've it, been working they, for five they, years to make it this. When I was thing. arguing about it back when it was all that DRM shit and people were freaking out, just, to me it looked like a the cheapest Steam box you'll ever get. A $400, very, very uh, great piece of hardware that was mostly online-based. And, like, mm-hmm. I love that idea. I love that idea. I hate picking up discs in the store. I hate switching discs. I hate it so much now. It bothers me so much to see, like, oh, where do I put this Destiny and Pinocchio Blu-ray? Yeah. Uh, uh, I just want digital stuff all the time. But all as, the time. But as we'll mention during news, like, mm-hmm. it is adaptable. It's doing something pretty big this week. But are there any more new releases? Yes. There's, there's a Call of Duty. Yeah, talk about Rodeo. We can talk about COD at the end. Mm-hmm. Rodeo the Sky Soldier, which is the long-awaited Yuji Naka game, which got announced for the Wii for 2010. Jesus wow. Christ. That's how long it's been taking them. But wow. So the game is basically Sonic Adventures Plus Nights. And it, uh, yeah, it's Sonic Adventures and Knights at the same time. Like, you're basically walking around Sonic style, and then you're like, but I want to fly. Woo! And you just zip into the air and fly. I've never heard of this. You may not like it as much as you think. I don't know. The reviews haven't been great. Have you played it? Naka has, like, his post Sonic stuff has been pretty good. It was interesting, I will say. I played it, I played it back in Feb or maybe March at a. NIS event because NIS is publishing it. One of the most interesting bits about it is that they're published. So it's it was made to be on the 3DS and the Wii. It came mm. out on the 3DS and they made a complete Wii version but then like, they were told like this can't be published. No one will buy it. It's on the Wii. So they had to redo it on the Wii U. But if you buy the Wii U version it comes with a second disc that is the Wii version Are as you well. Kidding? Just Jesus so it's not fuck. wasted, I oh guess. My I god. It is it's so crazy. Oh my oh. god. Those and poor I, I kinda wanna just buy it out of sympathy now. <laughs> oh my god, those poor people. I like that NIS Did is they hitch like, their yeah. horse to the wrong wagon? Jesus Christ. Or maybe it's a weird like contract deal that says you have to publish the Wii version. It said you would, but yeah, it's it's an it's an interesting like beast, I guess mm-hmm. you'd call it. It's a weird beast. Definitely a beast. And speaking of Nintendo things, there was also what Dave alerted mm-hmm. me to, Nintendo Badge Arcade. It just came oh. out on the 3DS today, like as we were talking on Tuesday. Okay. Go and, on. So it is a it is Nintendo's free to play game. I've been playing it for a year from the Japanese version, but I thought they'd never bring it out here because it's it is very Japanese. So mm-hmm. the it's a crane game. It is a Japanese crane game. That's why it's called cranes. arcade. <laughs> and what you win are badges or stickers or whatever that you decorate your menu mm-hmm. with. And you get uh, three tries a day 
And if you want more tries, that's a dollar. <laughs> that's oh my god! <laughs> and so that's their. This is their in-app purchase thing. Whatever. It's just, the iPhone inept. works the same way. Mm-hmm. Did no. you say inept purchase? Uh, it's I, no different from every iPhone game yeah. ever released. I know. I don't care. None of that <laughs> sounds appealing at all. But it's I like it by this adorable pink bunny. I just downloaded it. I, I, I want it. I've never paid for it on the Japanese system. Uh, it kind of looks like the Gil bunny that tries to sell you mm-hmm. Street Pass games. Same deal. The one is like you want to buy all the games that's so great Hello, yay. I can't believe that again that when you I don't want to engage in your microtransactions I'm sad <laughs> oh, well. I'm sad pity me I'm a poor oh, bunny well I guess that's okay it's like if you, on your iPhone like would you like to pay more to reduce cooldown time and Steve Jobs walked out and hung his head like Charlie Brown <laughs> it's, uh, yeah I was just surprised that it was coming to America finally because it's been out for over close to a year I was playing it last Christmas mm-hmm. And on my Japanese system, and it's such a Japanese idea too. You're in a game center; like mm-hmm. arcades don't exist in America mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, not with a bunch of crane games, but it was just like one of the game centers we went to in Tokyo, Chris. Mm-hmm. And and the guy who works there is just like I'm one excited. of those. The pink bunny is like one of the guys who works there with his little bow tie and his apron. Like, hey, thanks for coming. Do you this want this holster. Animal Crossing character mm-hmm. as a sticker? Yes. The ones I have that from last year, I hope that are in this, are Mario Santa. It's eight bit, eight bit wow. Super Mario Brothers one, but in oh. Santa costumes. Like, wow, I don't know why that's so exciting to me, man. You guys, uh, the only crane game wow. I'll play is Frasier on the Super Nintendo. <laughs> uh, oh, good luck. Uh, <laughs> I hate you. Fucking hate you. <laughs> I, hate you. I just oh, imagine that as having the chess master theme for some reason. Oh, there's Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival, which is basically Mario Party, but with right. Animal Crossing okay. Amiibos. DLC the game. <laughs> Let's talk about Cod Blops 3. Cod Blops, Because um, I did not realize going in, it has Christopher Maloney in me, it, who's neither. amazing. Me neither. Oh. He's fucking great. Yeah. He elevates that material to such a fucking oh, wonderful extent. Like and it's, I, I it's thought, just like I'm immediately attached. It's like I will, I will hang on your every word. And I, and you again, are amazing. To the listener, I apologize. I'm not reading every preview. I just wanted to like get a sense of Call of Duty. Um, I, I forget why. I, mostly because I was yelled at for like only liking Halo. Like I don't want to. Come on this podcast, not having played Cod Blops Three. So you only like Halo, but you don't like it enough. Uh, that's seemed to be the criticism, okay. uh, because and also I got that before Halo ever came out, uh, just because I was playing Destiny. It, apparently, you can how only, you, dare you? You can sir. only play one, according to some people know, uh, who tweet me. Uh, but but I was playing. I, th- that's how it happened. I, I, I jumped. I, something happened where like I couldn't use my computer. Ann and Tyler weren't home. Xbox is in the living room, and I'm just like I'm going to play Halo. I'm like. I'm having a great time. I'm going to buy Call of Duty. I'm buying Call of Duty, and I did digitally, like, the night before it came out, and holy fuck, was that a long download. Did anybody else download it? Nah. I did. Did you? I think I just let it preload. Yeah, so did I, but it's like, we're done! Like, it really says you're not done. And PS4 doesn't have that, like, play while you download option. I open it up, and, like, you can't even play the campaign. It's part of the multiplayer pack. So I couldn't... I, all I could play was zombies. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I, I the single player, I guess, is fine. I, I, I don't really care that much. Like, it's it's nice to have wall runs and jetpack stuff in there. Mm-hmm. I have not been able to utilize them very well because I'm, I'm only, like, three hours in. Had to go to the, day, the, the devs thing. But before I could do all that, I played zombies mode. Mm-hmm. And the zombies mode in Cod Blops 3 is... It's up there with, like, the best game for me of 2015. It is so fucking wow. good. It is so 
fucking I heard it described as basically an indie de- uh, an it, indie game like within a multi-million dollar yes, project. It is ridiculous. Huh. You can see that there, you can just see that there's this this the, there's a singular team making this one mode mm-hmm. and it has Jeff Goldblum, yeah. it has uh, Neil McDonough, Heather Graham and Ron Perlman as wow. the playable characters. Uh, full voiceover. Your people in the 1940s who are terrible people somehow cursed. You can turn into a monster. It's the biggest zombies mode I've ever seen. Uh, I just want to. I don't know. Like I think the zombies mode in Call of Duty have always been really good, but this is fuck. You could sell this on its own for 20 bucks. It's really good. I'm, well, I'm glad Treyarch had you know two it's, whole year, two extra years. To it is. It is that. so like. And again, I have only played like two or three hours of the campaign, and I like I, I meant to capture it. That's what fucked me up. Uh, I hadn't played the Codblops 2, but I know there's like invisibility stuff and all this special stuff, and I load up the game, and somebody on YouTube has this up, so I know I'm not crazy. Okay. And I load everything up, and nobody has a head. <laughs> so, Whoa. and if you played the opening of Call of Duty, it's like, keep your heads up, our equipment will keep us shielded. I'm like, is this part of the game that no one, that no one has a noggin, and I'm just waiting to, and like, <laughs> I finally realized like, okay, this is really messed up, and it's really hard to get a headshot. When just seriously, when like a, like just a, a soldier's body has no head, uh, and I and I tried and restarted. I tried to capture it. I know it's a real glitch. I know it's happening to other people. But yeah, my Call of Duty mode had no heads, and I had to you start just over. Need to set it to that Dennis Leary song. <laughs> we have no heads. No, we have no heads. What? No one bought fucking No Cure for Cancer? No. Uh, I think I ripped off Bill Hicks. I actually it's stole the, it. The from traditional my Irish song. Like, with that the name of the song. song like, I'm an asshole. I'm a- I fucking hate that yeah, guy. Yeah. I love oh. that song so much. It was, it was one of the first songs I learned to play. Are you, you watching his new show, Johnny Rockstar, or whatever? Oh, it's, that looks so uh, cringy. Like show. <laughs> uh, but but call it, I gave you some uh, yeah, clips you of, of Goldblum. So set, set the shit up. And so, not only, like, there's. Again, it's really rough, and like, my girlfriend's a coder, and she was watching me play it. Mm-hmm. And when the game came out the, night, the first day, it's like. It was so messed up. It was so messed up. Like, it's 45 gigs. I got 12, and I couldn't play the campaign. I could only play zombies, and it's not working. And it's like access multiplayer lobby. And I'm just seeing on my screen every multiplayer lobby for every Call of Duty mode in the universe. It is not working. And my girlfriend is an engineer. is like, that shit happens. That's what people do when they sit there when something launches to make sure you don't see that. And it was, it was I don't know, wow. I had a, had a new appreciation Somebody for... Somebody failed at their job. Well, it wasn't that. It was it, like why there are people working all the time on mm-hmm. multiplayer servers. When you hear multiplayer servers going down, because so that person, they can't afford those people. And now imagine 12 million people are trying to access it at once. Uh, so a little more sympathy for Call of Duty. But uh, the, the, the Zombies mode takes place in the 1940s. Mm-hmm. Um... Ron Perlman is a boxer, a young version of Ron Perlman. Uh, Heather yeah. Heather Graham is a harlot. Neil McDonough is a tough gumshoe. They've all committed weird crimes, but Jeff Goldblum is a disgraced magician. Nice. <laughs> nice. Wow. And, and so, Aren't like, they all? So, like, he maybe says, like, 40 seconds worth of dialogue in the entire mode as far as... Like, I'm not good at it yet. It's it's You turn into a monster at certain points. You get mm-hmm. gumball perks. It's so fucking cool and uh, really robust, but, like, I love the Jeff Goldblum stuff with the music. The music is fantastic. Every time you finish a level, this fucking 40s flourish. Love it. You hear it right here. You bear the mark. You are cursed. You must use your hand upon the stone. I can hear you. Jeez, are you, are you the one I saw in my dream? Uh, are you... 
okay. You, you don't look okay. <laughs> so he's he's the biggest fucking worm in the universe. And wow, are, are you? Oh, okay. Are you? Oh, like I play another clip from Gold. I love it so much. Sorry, uh, no way I can make you reappear. Uh... The music is so fucking good. Oh, Goldblum is so goddamn good. Alec, damn. Lightbulbs in your apartments. Dot com. Save your shit. Advertising these days. Apartments.com. Apartments. Com. Is, that, a, is yeah. that the Tim and Eric ones, or was that no, the, the Tim and Eric ones? Were the it was the light bulb? Oh yes, yeah. Uh, the energy is, efficient light bulb. This is fascinating how big Call of Duty is because I played this for hours, for hours. Did not get anywhere. Never wow. touched. Couldn't touch the main game. I can't. Even, you can't mm. play the campaign until the multiplayer stuff loads. Because uh, do you know how the Call of Duty the well even the single player works? I, I played it on PC, mm-hmm. which. I didn't have any problems, but then the next day I read so many pe- about so many people having problems, and I'm like, I'm going to set this aside until it gets a few more patches, uh, because I don't want anything that will ruin the experience. But the biggest annoyance for me is, like, I started a game, and it defaults to online mode. Yep. And I couldn't Absolutely. figure out a way to, like, close off yep. my game so that people couldn't randomly yeah. join. so the campaign, you can play any mission at any time. Yeah. There's no linear progression. So, but here's the other thing. So... I, I, I was playing mm-hmm. it for a while. Nobody joined my game, but then suddenly my PC went offline, and so it booted me into online Ooh. offline mode, and it, it wanted me to start the campaign over from the beginning. It wouldn't let me do the level select or anything. No, because I think I do think the no head mode I got. Mm-hmm. I think that was uh, pri- piracy authent- uh, authentication. Oh, weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think that was. I, I didn't connect with the server correctly, and I couldn't play the single player. Uh, correctly, and I, I had some issues there. Not much on PS4. Did you want me to play this third clip? Yeah, just do that. A drawing manifests itself in reality. I've seen this before. <laughs> How do you not want to play a game <laughs> like that? That's doing an accent Goldblum. too. It's, <laughs> it's so good. It makes me so happy. Like, uh, the, like I'm this, not used to. Him. Does he I'm, recline with his shirt open? And like, it only only thing I can remind it of because like I'm not. I, I, I do like uh, Blops. I like the premise. Yeah. I like the DNI. Uh, if you've seen the movie Source Code, it's kind of like that. No, you have not seen Source Code. No, tell me all but about you, it. But you played the, the describe beginning. it to me. Shut up. Give me you, a synopsis. You played the beginning of Call of Duty, right? Yeah. So, like a character who is handicapped, torn limb from limb, uh-huh. and can reaccess certain moments in I history. I didn't ask for this. God damn it! War <laughs> never changes. All that horseshit. But like again, this that material in the single player is so elevated by Christopher Maloney. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Just so good. He I is... never thought I'd hear the phrase elevated by Christopher Maloney. Dude, but he's, but you yes. know he's excellent. He's the, Stabler from SVU. The problem and also with, that guy who fucks the fridge. Yes, the he fucks the fridge. Fondle sweaters. Fondle sweaters on so, Latin American <laughs> Summer. So the problem with Maloney is that he, he aimed low. He was, I think maybe he just he wanted to... He aimed Loney. He <laughs> wanted to just keep living in New York and be a New York actor and not move to L.A., so... He just stuck with SVU for over a decade. And when I, when and I, when I, when I but when he's so much. If you guys saw him on Oz, it's, it's crazy. Great, he dude. was amazing yeah. on Oz. No, he's a fantastic actor. I love him. I love seeing him in this. Mm-hmm. And, and like when I, I'm not trashing Fallout when I say uh, its voice acting is bad and its character animations are stiff because the same week Christopher Maloney is perfectly modeled and acting in my face. Mm. I played those within five days of one another. 
that presentation yeah. of Call of Duty is heads and tails better than anything but, in Fallout. Yeah, but Call of Duty is like but you're, it's not running, do- you're running through tubes. Exactly. And, it's not doing yeah, as yeah, much. Sure. It's not doing as much. So when I, I'm not trying to trash Fallout 4. I'm just yeah. saying. And relative to like seeing Christopher Maloney give me directions while looking me in the eye and making the world melt around me. Mm-hmm. Like hearing someone like, to, like, like, like a little Frankenstein with a, <laughs> with a bad voice actor... It so was. A, did hmm. you did you go male or female with the main character? I can't play as no lady. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I still I still always play as male. I, I can. I, I noticed it generated minor controversy the day it came out because I guess the the male and female uh, main characters are based on actual actors, mm-hmm. which you know always makes sense in a first person game. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's because of that the character select thing yeah. when you're selecting your face is just like you're just it's just a bunch of variations on the same yes. white dude and white lady yes and I, I did I didn't know that now that I know that I did think it was odd like you know you're gonna catch shit for this yeah if you don't have a person of color you can't even select your own color but there's like yeah. here's nine options for your character to play as of, like varying shades of white dude yeah varying shades of white dude and like it's how like, did you how did you not include that in, in 2015? Because ne- we'll never see him again. We'll never see this character yeah. again. The whole world will be from his perspective. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's some reason for it. Maybe you see like more of you in, in multiplayer with people joining. It's but... just reflecting the 2016 elections. It doesn't bother... It's the same shades yeah. of the same white yeah. dude it's or just, white lady. Yeah. It doesn't bother me until like I did think about that because... I am a white dude. I enjoy the privilege that every character kind of looks has uh-huh. the same skin color as me. But then in every game I play where I create a character, because I'm, I am who I am, I make my nose as big as possible. <laughs> and I get, the, I, I get into Fallout Four. I'm like, uh-huh. really? That's as yeah. big as I can make my nose. This doesn't even come close. Well, it's pretty big. <laughs> I saw the no. screenshot on. Not Twitter. big enough. Yeah. Not big enough. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it didn't really register with me when I was playing Call of Duty because I was like, holy shit, I can be a chick. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. Of course I'm going to do that. Yeah, I, I, I was and curious. I have was... to watch her get brutalized by a robot in first person. So. But I didn't think, like, man, it's my gameplay. I don't have to give a fucking fair time. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just, like, I'll just... Play I, it how you want, Chris. Yeah. No, I just... W's aren't forcing No, me. no, more, more <laughs> like, you've seen my character creations. More yeah. than I'll make an ugly character or I'll... Please get me through this menu as fast as possible. I don't mm-hmm. care what this character Randomized looks like or who it is, done, what yeah. race they are, what gender. Just get me through. And that's how I was playing Call of Duty. Uh, but, yeah, I look forward to playing more of this single player. Terrified about getting into the multiplayer and will absolutely play the zombies mode a lot. Oh, yeah. It is so much fun. And, and like, it's also one of those things, I don't want to say Dark Soulsy. Like, I don't understand it yet. Um, okay. You can transform into a mutant hell beast with tentacles right. and electric powers mm-hmm. <laughs> to tear apart levels and people, and sometimes stave yourself off from giant hordes of these aliens that spawn in the middle of the zombie attacks. Okay, um, I don't like. I know I'm going to have to end up watching a bunch of YouTube videos to figure out how all this works because you're going to have to unlock things in order. It is the biggest zombies mode I've ever seen, and you can open up this giant world immediately. And I don't understand it yet. It's really hard. I don't think I've survived longer than seven waves. I saw IGN like day one's like here's 15 minutes of gold. I'm like, you survived 15 minutes? That's crazy. I can't do that at all yet. Um, it, that's why they're at IGN, man. And and, and, and part of um, part of my frustration with it was just again, it was it had just loaded, and there, there'll be like 16 like like four minutes of tree shots. And like I know the game is broken somehow, <laughs> uh, and there's a beautiful intro, a beautiful intro that you have to sit through three minutes of every time you start. Again, no, it's not. Hmm. It's it's kind of broken, 
and not ready to be seen yet. So I don't know. Whatever. I, I had a good time with Zombies mode. D didn't didn't love the single player, um, but love love the Zombies mode. Fantastic. I mm. think it's time we moved on to. Must be silent during the news jingle. I yeah, hope Chris. if I add something else, I'll be remixed again. Yeah. Mm. Mm. A vain hope indeed. It is a truly uh, vain hope. Well, from the top of the stinger, just going off Call of Duty, Activision has opened its own production studio, and they claim they might just make a Call of Duty film. But uh, first on the order is a Skylanders television show. I'm behind that. So of they, mm -hmm. they want to own every piece of the uh, the puzzle there. I can't believe they don't have a Skylanders TV show already. Yeah, yeah they were so obvious. Maybe yeah. they didn't want to. Maybe like you know, animation people came to them and they're like, "Hey, wait, we got to split this 50 50 It's, it's physical represent representation in stores almost mirrors Pokemon's. Yeah, and it has no Pokemon. I mean, didn't on TV. the '80s teach us that if you want to have a successful toy line, it <laughs> needs a half-hour commercial yeah. to run on syndicated TV? Well, yeah. like the, the newest VG Empire is all about Spyro, and I forgot. Like, well, Spyro was kind of a magical little creature in the beginning, and like he's been completely diminished and put in the back burner in terms oh, of yeah. Skylanders. Yeah, and but apparently they're saying Justin Long is going to be playing Spyro. Yeah, Justin Long. But I don't know, a Call of Duty movie. But that, that came right on the heels of the new Warcraft trailer, which was the full trailer for the Warcraft I it, film. I, I wish I knew more about like what they got right and wrong, but it looks mm -hmm. beautiful. Where like I can't tell what's practical makeup and what's It CG. blends it pretty well, yeah. The, the only thing that brings me down about it, I'm like, there's nobody who's like a star in this. I know this feels... Because it's Warcraft. That's why I thought it wouldn't work, because mm -hmm. it's you're the star of Warcraft. That's why it's special. I suppose it's, so. Well, I mean, Warcraft. I, I do like that it's sort of going back to like the the original strategy it's Warcraft games one before two, the MMOs. Yeah. yeah, where it's like humans in contact with orcs, and what are these monsters that are suddenly appearing and raiding our settlements? Either way, I predict but huge it, bomb. It, it rewrites <laughs> the fiction a little more quickly in that like humans and orcs didn't like start sort of warily getting along until the third game when mm -hmm. more pressing concerns started showing up. So. I mean, I, I do kind of like it's like this is less dumb and one-sided than it at first looks. Mm -hmm. So but, this could be either really amazing or really terrible. And Doctor Doom plays the uh, the lead orc. Guy yeah, plays was one of Doom, the best yeah. things about Fantastic yeah. Four. Even he was like fucked by that whole movie, yeah. but. And he, in an interview, he recently said, "Like I get why people didn't like Fantastic Four. <laughs> that was the best. It's terrible. Do. Yeah. Uh, oh, and also from Blizzard because they had BlizzCon. There was a bunch of BlizzCon shit going up, but the big one I think was that their game Overwatch uh, is going to be on consoles. That was it's pretty nice. Yeah. Everybody Xbox thought it was free to play PS4, PC yeah. only, and it's it's forty bucks on PC and sixty dollars on consoles. Mm -hmm. Wow! And yeah. seems nope. like an easy choice. And uh, PC can't cross over with the consoles." And they say Damn that shame. that was a choice because the PC people would just have too much of an advantage. Mm -hmm. Like you have ma mouse controls will always be a controller. I'm, that thing looks so beautiful. I am very intrigued by Overwatch. Want to play? And then Could they not asked, get a beta key. Uh, EA Sports UFC two, the second UFC oh. game. Yeah. They, um, was it every two years now, Davey? I think so. Every, yeah, yeah, but if they've been silent on it. This is one of those things you think they'd show at E three. Mm -hmm. I guess EA. Wanted, maybe want to be there's quiet a, there's a fight until, coming up. Yeah, yeah Ronda so, Rousey is fighting this Yeah, game. so ah, I, have, of course. I have a feeling that's what it's about. There's a new PS... There's no uh, UFC app, 
on the store, I learned, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, they tweeted, here's a new PS4 theme for UFC, and everybody's like, who is this for? I can't access your service through this. Yeah. And you focused on a theme of Ronda Rousey and UFC. Yeah, I think it's pretty lame they can't get on that. They really should have a UFC network just the same. That, uh, well, they have an app. They have WWE UFC Fight Pass, but it's not on consoles, I think. But the game's out spring 2016. That's when it's out. But, uh, yeah, so there's that. Unfortunately, for one news thing, like, it was big news today. They announced the first Nintendo Direct since Awada's death is happening this week. Uh-oh. But it will have happened. By the time you listen to this, it will have happened. That's like, right. I would think uh, maybe it's just all about Nintendo Badge Arcade. Maybe that's the entirety of it. <laughs> well, and, and Iwata's second is uh, is hosting it. Right? Oh, my God. Right? Well, it is? That guy? Mr. Boring? That guy looks so know. boring, man. I can't think of The head of HR? It's, no, it's not, the new, it's not the new CEO. It's the guy who's presented alongside him before. Oh, really? I, the only guy I remember presenting alongside him is Miyamoto. Miyamoto, the treehouse fellow in Reggie. Yeah. Let me look it up. Mm. Well, but uh, who knows what they'll announce at that. Uh, they usually they say big things for Nintendo Direct. And I've been seeing Nintendo fans have uh, been going nuts. Like, mm. they... Anytime Nintendo tweeted anything mm-hmm. before this got announced, anytime Nintendo tweeted anything, all the replies would be, Direct! Where's Direct? Where's the fucking Direct? Where's well, they're always really exciting. There are little mini E3s that happen Nintendo like five Directs times a year. Yeah. And if you... I, I do feel... I would give up. I would cut ties in the Wii U. Mm-hmm. I would. Especially yeah. if you've already announced your new console. However, this is the Christmas season and they're going to want to announce new shit that's coming mm-hmm. out next year to ensure that Wii U's are bought... <sighs> Yeah. And 3DSs are bought, uh, so I have. A, I hope, fingers crossed, we have some exciting stuff. Uh, I'm hoping we can at least see Zeruda. That'd be nice. Zeruda. Oh, what, that guy? Yeah, Morimoto. Oh, Morimoto. Like he's barely been in American ones, but fine, I'll concede. Fine, Morimoto. Maybe they could. I'll potentially announce something worth downloading over the next few weeks. Like yeah. they've got one game coming out. The yeah. tennis game. I, and yeah. maybe they could say, like, I don't know, something you've been aching for on the virtual ah, console. Or Smash Brothers, the new fighter gets announced. They announce mm-hmm. the, the fighter from the Smash Ballot that they did much earlier in the year. They can finally announce a new fighter. For I'm confused by that. What is the ballot about? It, How was, are we gonna it was ridiculous. It mm-hmm. was just... Write in anybody. 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 Anybody you want in Smash Brothers. And whoever wins will think about I it. I want Goku. I want Ben Carson. Donaruda Trump. The, the best joke I saw of it was uh, it was a fake uh, update from Sakurai that said, we have taken into account your Smash ballot. The new person is Darker Pit. He is the only person. <laughs> I thought I saw him tweet something about it. It was Yogi Bear. Um, That'd be pretty good too. That would be disgusting. I would, uh, Popeye. Uh, would I would be buy awesome. all of them. I would, oh my! I would. I would. I would oh yeah, my Popeye. god! That would be fucking. Please great. do Popeye. <laughs> Neil, pro- who knows what it'll be? But uh, oh, and then also speaking of old games, y'all be haters. Don't hate my game. Nobody was hating your game, Don't Mr. Hate my old games. Get ready to consider 360 games old because you'll be able to play them mm-hmm. on your Xboner starting on Thursday. Mm-hmm. That's true. Is yeah. so with the the neatly, 104 update. games are going to be there at launch. Almost which... neatly dovetails with the 10th anniversary of Xbox yep. 360. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost uh, intentional. Guys, finally, we can play Bellator MMA Onslaught yeah. <laughs> on our Xbox Ones. Uh, the, 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 first, first 104 games come available on the 12th. Yeah, it's... Their launch list was... 
like other than live games or like downloadable games, nothing there I would ever play again. It's an intriguing list to me. I think they must negotiate just company by company for stuff. I think and... they're they're compensating certain because like yeah. we'll get some Bioware stuff there. Mass Effect One. That's yep. not yeah, and that's because it was an exclusive for mm-hmm. a while. So I guess yeah. it was still published by Microsoft. But it's also like why isn't Burnout Paradise there? You know, or wait, actually Burnout Paradise? No, it's not. But yeah, I I'm excited though for you know. Prince of Persia 2008. I really love that game. And Pop, Pop. Gave it a show. Yeah, yeah, There's really a lot good. of uh, Ubisoft stuff there. There's there, there, are, there are nine. I wrote for oh, a story yeah. for Ubiblog about nine Ubisoft games, including yeah, South Park, Sick of Truth, Assassin's Creed that's 2. Crazy. And I asked in the Ubiblog story in the comments, like, say which game that... Uh, which, which Ubisoft game would you like to see come out next? And guess which one, like, most people picked. Grow Home. No. Mm, um, the shark oh, one on iPhone. Come on. Um, Assassin's Creed. Rogue. Uh, hold on. Um, the XBLA Liberation. Creed. It's got to be Liberation. Nope. No. It's three. Three? Ah. Assassin's Creed 3 so far is the most requested one. And, and also people That's saying, do, do all the Assassin's Creed's. And I want PS4, three uh, Xbox One remasters of all the Assassin's Creed. Not, not so, to speak cool. for for Ubisoft, but uh, yes, let us see which games we'll make available for you yeah. for free. Let, let's see how much <laughs> but, but re- many resources you can free, put. Free though. I mean, if you had them before, had they're them. free. But, you but know, it's still, there's true. still a, a development cost and a QA issue. Yes. That I still, someone's got to pick actually up. Actually, have no idea if you can like just buy these games through your Xbox no, you One. Oh, I don't know about that. But you put the disc no. in, it plays it. Like, yeah, but if mm-hmm. for an Xbox Live Arcade game. And I game, think, yeah, I've, I've noticed already through the preview program that Xbox Live Arcade games are showing up. Yeah, they my, just show up in yeah. your, like, to download Like, like the, the Rare Replay ones. When I, when I popped in Rare yeah. Replay, it immediately said, like, oh, you already have all these, you want to download them. Oh, yeah, well, that, that Dave and I went to Day of the Devs, yeah. um, this awesome... Um, Bay Area thing that uh, who is it? Double Fine through? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, the, like DJ Phil Fish. And there's all this new cra- Castle Crasher stuff, and we were like, "What the fuck is this?" He's like, "Oh, you didn't know? This is all the updated content we just threw in Castle Crashers. Wow. Like brand new game modes. There's like at least two of them. That's news to me as well. Yeah, but it's yours for free right now. If well, you the were ones to I'm, the things I'm most looking forward to playing is is definitely South Park. I really am. Yeah. I'm so excited. Hmm. South Park's on there, but also the uh, this. The Sega games, I like that the oh, yeah. old. Uh, Sonic I mean, they're CD? only Genesis games, but like Streets of Rage, Sonic, I CD, Sonic Two, Sonic that's, that's, One that's through Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's Super Meat Boy Henry. Well, I mean, I've with well, the like, original music. Uh, yeah, that's true. I have been missing the original music, but, but I have been enjoying playing Super Meat Boy on my Vita. Believe it or not, <laughs> somebody played a Vita game. Vita. They also put out Legends of the. Oh, that's right, the Legend of the Sky game, which is actually a PSP game. That came out too, which wow. is whack. It's about time those games were played by people. And Hexic is there, so everybody who got so. Xbox 360 at launch, uh, <laughs> that free game is still. I was still complaining. You know who created Hexic? Uh, Alexi Pagetnov. Yeah, the creator of yeah. Tetris, Alexi Pagetnov. Really? Yeah. I remember I, I discovered that like time. right before I got to interview him a couple years ago, and. I was like, oh, what was this like? Enough this about game? Tetris. Let's talk Hexic. I dropped six rubles on the ground and they always formed a sphere, and that's, uh, I was that's kind of how you <laughs> Don't bail. Uh, and lastly. Oh, wait, should we, uh, 
Can we talk a little bit more about the Day of the Devs? I played oh, a few yeah. games. Oh, I played yeah, a few games there. So that I, I, really enjoyed. I, I, I harped on you guys for like a week, saying mm-hmm. like I have an invitation yeah. for this. Was, I can't go. It was you guys want to go? It, did I show? You? Oh, here, I'll show you what I bought, Michael. Keep talking. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, like I, I had the chance to demo a few games there. I, I demoed Cuphead, which nice. was super hard. I did terribly at it, and I regret the fact that like I got there. They had a press, uh, like a press section time where it was like two hours. And I like I played Cuphead for about ten minutes. I'm like, okay, I'm good. I- I'll come back I to this did, later. I did great and was but you had my to wait like forever for it. It seemed well, yeah, like we, we were in before the public was, so it wasn't yeah. But when the public yeah. got there, they oh had, yeah, like it, they it's one a transfixing stage. game. Yeah. It's, it's gorgeous, but yeah, it's definitely all it boss so battles. Well, the developer was like, hey, the, the developer was not not there at all. Really? Uh, no, no. Like, in fact, there was no one like manning the machines. Like, I had to Dance give, I had to give some people some tutorial. Did you guys get to meet Adam Orth? Um, he no. was there, but I didn't because because that game was only playable via VR, and I don't want to like. Oh, is that I don't want to. Was it? Is that his game or no? Is that a space a drift? Game? Drift. That's yeah. It, yeah. But I don't want to demo VR because it's like I literally like to put my eyeballs where like someone else's eyeballs yeah. were, and it's just like that's too gross. Yeah, no <laughs> but way. I I did, I did play a bunch of like indie games with a controller or a keyboard. The shit you you said you should play Donut County, Donut City, Donut City, and yeah. it was it's like it's the new Katamari. It, yeah, it was really. Re- yeah, it was like, it, it, instead of like a, a ball, you have a hole. Yeah. And your hole gradually gets larger. Yeah. I'm aware of what I said. Uh-huh. Phrasing. Uh, Tell but, me more. But the, the, like you, you move this hole around this entire environment until you can drop every single thing inside of it. And it's uh-huh. very simple and like very satisfying yeah. in that same Katamari way. And Michael, you'd like it because there's a raccoon that throws the donut onto the ground from a like airship. I don't know it, what you're talking about or uh, why I'd like raccoons. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Just jump into conclusions there, but yeah, he, uh-huh. th- this donut that that raccoon throws is what sucks things into the ground. Um, but it's it's really neat, and like the animation is really nice. It kind of reminded me of Steven Universe. Like I've just oh, started nice. watching that, and like some of the characters kind of have that look to them. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I also played Omnibus, which is <laughs> it's like uh, is that I the hate... game that looks sort of like Blast Core. Yeah, yeah. A you sent bit. us like a gif of that, and like yeah. once you sent that to us, I'm like, okay, I'm going. Uh-huh. It's it's like roundabout. Also like Kanamari, but it's about a, a bus that you use to destroy things in a city, or avoid destroying things. Or avoid things. destroying things, hmm. or carry around tourists and who fly out into the water if you <laughs> yeah. hit things. Um, it was really funny. Yeah. And there was also, this is it's not coming to anything ever, but there was oh, this dude. other indie game called Line Wobbler, which okay. was so literally good. like an old joystick uh, hooked into a LED strip. So you are this little dot, and you have to go all the way to the end of the LED strip, mm-hmm. and you uh, had to like either attack other dots, which you did by like just shaking the joystick vigorously, and then it would like shoot like a little like attack out. Mm-hmm. And you also had to like avoid lava pits, which you just had to like speed over. It it you have to play it, and I'm guessing it's, it's, it's very hard. You to have play. to play it in person. Like, it was so. There's it no was screenshot. My... There's no video that'll convey how much fun it was. Because like, it, it was a line, it, a huge line, huh. for and it, it went from like the floor up to the ceiling of this giant, like almost hangar style mm-hmm. building. But it was really neat, and it was the favorite. It was my most enjoyable thing I played so there. You, you went there, was... and there was a bunch of cool fucking. Again, I just yeah. love that there was a like. It's thrown by Double Fine, but it's just like this open invite for like not only people but like. Yeah. Smaller devs and shirt companies 
and I bought two things there. Uh, for I am eight bit was there, who are fucking oh, wow. great. Nice. Uh, yeah. I bought, uh, spent my entire discretionary <laughs> income for the month on a Battletoads vinyl. Wow, uh, you got like, it. We've oh. all we've all seen this online, Man. but it was there in person for a little bit cheaper. And then I also bought. Banjo Kazooie on vinyl, one of the greatest covers of all time. It's just a cardinal on top of a grizzly bear (laughs) uh, holding a puzzle piece. It's beautiful. People, look up that image. It's beautiful. uh, (laughs) I mean, is there actual music on there? Yeah, fuck yeah. Like, like, this is like. Like, you can feel the difference. This is, I don't know vinyl that well, but I'm also 35, so I'm required to start collecting vinyl. Mm. Um,. And if you feel that, it's 180 gram vinyl, so it's heavy as shit. It's guaranteed, uh, the heavier the vinyl, the less likely it is to warp and uh, wobble throughout. There were no warps in (laughs) Banjo-Kazooie. So that sounded fun. I wish giant stickers like original music by David Wise, like being treated like an like like the the musician he deserves to be. Person he deserves to be. It was also a good opportunity to like meet like hang with people we hadn't hung with with in a while. Like was there. Lizzie was there. Seth was there. Nick Pino Noir. Nick Pino Noir. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I hadn't had a crappy cold. AJ was there. It was yeah. It was was cool shit. I'm glad I went. And it was a long bike ride. Oh my yeah. god! It was in the middle of nowhere. Well, yeah, it was, I, it was like looking it up on Google Maps. It's like this place looks like yeah. a hole. Well, it's it's, 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 <laughs> it's what San Francisco calls the, the dog patch. Ah, and it's kind of in an area. Jesus, this is neither here nor there. I looked it up because I love like Heidi and I would bike to that area, and it's this old industrial area that's largely yeah. abandoned. It's gradually gorgeous. gentrifying slum. Yeah, and it, well, it's it's kind of the place where every shitty band does their photography at when they want right. like decaying industrial landscapes, uh-huh. and it's because uh, they used to build battleships there in the nineteen forties. Right. Something blew up. Uh, it's been irradiated, and people cannot live there. Jesus. It's one of the that's why the city doesn't can't expand that much. So you can't. I, I think you you'd be completely safe for sure, but the government won't be like cut the ties and like let's Thanks start building lot. apartments. So it's like it. I love the look of the area. You're right on the water. Lots of old battleships. Crane's great. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get into the community segment. It is segmenting the community. Uh, last week's question of the week, as you might remember, was out of all the home bases you've occupied in games, no baseball puns, which was your favorite? Uh, first to answer was Baka is Dumb One, who said, I believe that your villa from Assassin's Creed 2 is one of the best bases there are. I would have to agree. I included it in last week's top five. The satisfaction of rebuilding a dying town and seeing it become a place full of life and Renaissance-era hookers yeah. is a reward in itself. Add to it all the functionality of money-making the town does, and it truly feels like a place you have brought to life. Triscatable said, My weird little apartment in Bioshock 2's multiplayer wasn't so much my favorite base, or for that matter a memorable one, as it was weird and unique. I like it for that. That well, was kind of a cool I touch. You did not even play that multiplayer. So I didn't know that was, that was the whole thing. I did it for like five minutes. I was like, yeah, this is pretty neat. I'm never going to touch it. Uh, Rad Mardigan says, The castle in the first Suikoden. Yes. Watching the forces of the Liberation Army grow from a small group of rebels hiding out in a sewer to an army of fighters, magicians, fishermen, dancers, chefs, and blacksmiths in an ever-expanding fortified headquarters was a lot of fun, and it drove me to recruit anyone I could. Wow. That was so much fun. Dreamsphere said, For me, it's Left for Dead safe rooms, though they aren't customizable unless you mod. Nothing, and I mean nothing, is better looking than sprinting down the road with the horde 
and tanks chasing you, and you just see that door. It gave you everything you need, a hug from a med pack, possible new weapons, and ammo. And that's also where they had all of, like, the uh, people would write things on the wall. So I would, like, anytime I uh-huh. went to a safe house in Left 4 Dead, I'd spend, like, the first two minutes of the next level just, like, what do people write in the walls? Because that's when they hit all the, mm-hmm. the cute little comments. Sinisar says, The best home base uh, is the item shop in Reketeer, because the shopkeeper gameplay in that game is actually more fun than the dungeon delving. I've never heard of that before, dungeon delving. You haven't? No, I, I would, I would never, use Never that. played Dungeons & Dragons as a kid? Uh, expanding your shop, changing its appearance in an effort to bring in the right customer, and building up relationships with the customer so that they'll spend more money is a lot of fun and getting through a long string of customers buying shit at double prices during a shortage only to see your cash reserve skyrocket is the best Did anybody uh, else play Rocketeer? Uh, I know Nagata swore by it yeah, I, I didn't realize until I played it like I'd always thought of it as Arrestateer yeah. and what it is it's like they name their shop that because it's like a, a conjunction of both of their names both the main characters but like they actually say in the game like People are going to pronounce that racketeer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's the, the gag. You're supposed to say it racketeer. I, I must read this one. Uh, Griff said, if you're talking about playable home bases, then nothing can beat Saints Row 4's fake Normandy spaceship yeah. filled with all Ooh. your always horny and open-to-fuck friends. That was pretty good. And Keith's motherfucking David, who ain't nobody's fourth Ghostbuster. And who will not mm. fuck you ever. Ever? Mm. Like, I know you want to, I ain't gonna but I don't. I my hands on you. <laughs> Batman Boy 11 said, The Megaton House in Fallout 3. Although it's not as fancy as the room you can get for blowing up the city, having that nice little shack all to myself was still cool as hell. Being able to store extra weapons and items in a physical location made management easier for me, <laughs> and getting to see the bobbleheads stored there was a nice touch. Well, now you get to build your own house, so it's even better. Do not know, said, Mine would be the Firelink Shrine in Dark Souls. What really mm. brought it to life were the way NPCs came and went. Usually you would rescue someone out in the world and they would return to the shrine to sell you stuff. But as the game went on, they would eventually head back out on their own quest, which usually didn't end well for them. It's also a great detail that it's one of the few places in the game with ambient music, which perfectly sets the tone of the game as it fades in and out when you come and go. Um, Speaking of cum, uh, <laughs> this is my favorite my, new name. Yeah, best new name in the forums. Guys, step up your game. Fuckable Farm Boys, the Guardians HQ, and Mega Man ZX is pretty up there for me. I spent a lot of time just listening to the music and talking to the NPCs. Even if I didn't find what they had to say particularly interesting, I still hung around, if only for the great music. The sound effects were also pre- pretty solid, so that helped. Chris, you got to read the next one. That's um. <laughs> Bonnie sixty nine <laughs> says, "My home uh, favorite home base is Crescent Isle from Skies of Arcadia. Yeah, After yeah. discovering it and repurposing it into an, a pirate stronghold, I felt very immersed back then uh, to be able to explore and talk to my crew and customize the fortress. It's a pretty good base, ain't it, Fred? <laughs> we can fuck you without anybody knowing. Shut up and blow me, Bon. <laughs> Get on your knees, Bon." <laughs> uh, yes, improv more, you whore. Uh, Robuskin said. I don't want to hear another word out of you unless it's coming around my dick. <laughs> Bonnie. Uh, Robuskin said. I'll give you a conch shell necklace. <laughs> Travis. <laughs> 
Robuskin said, Travis's motel room in No More Heroes. The music is awesome. You can put up the luchador masks you find. From what I remember, I think it just has luchador masks up there, but I don't know. And you get to play with your cat, Jean, or Jean. It's also a home base that gives you a lot of information about the main character, what with all the nerdy otaku stuff covering every inch of the place, plus toilet saves. Uh, Rikoculus says... Tony's mansion from Scarface, the world is yours. Oh, no. After getting enough money to buy back the mansion from the police, you had which to, is weird. You had to spend money on fixing <laughs> yeah, why up thing it, on that? fixing it up to its former glory and adding decorations, some of which went into millions of dollars. Scarface is a brilliant game that I don't think gets the acclaim it deserves. And that was really weird, though. Like the idea that, like, you know, how in the real world, how when. You, police sees a drug lord's mansion he can just buy it back with his drug money yeah and well and this it <laughs> already takes place in the universe where scarface survives the shootout yeah. at the end of his film and the, the cops are like we're watching you tony you can buy this back but we're keeping an eye out like i've killed hundreds of people <laughs> shinazi one says the airship in final fantasy 7 it had everything and was a mobile fortress just walking around and talking. Chocobo stables, door, beds, everything you'd want. Plus that music. God damn, I love that music. I used to just go to the roof of it and listen to that music. Anybody remember the name of the airship? The Highwind? Yes. yes. Ding, ding, ding. Um, Raccoon Hale says, uh, My favorite is the the back room of the saloon of uh, Chupa, Chupa Rosa and Red Dead Redemption. Why? Because in that room, I donned my man with no name poncho and pistol and set out on an epic adventure uh, south of the border. It, it and the area around it is also my favorite area in Red Dead. I don't uh, always need to sleep to save my game, but when I do, I choose Chupa Rosa. You know what Chupa Rosa means? No. Suck, Suck pink. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, Danger 5 is alive. Nice says, I like the Mario Starship slash planet from Super Mario Galaxy 2 a lot. Because it's your giant face. <laughs> More home bases should be a giant face. Plus, the music there is one of the best in the whole Mario series. And you can hang out with a lot of game characters, which gave you extra challenges on your face. <laughs> also, I like to mention Rosalina's ship from the first Mario Galaxy. Because there she would read her storybook to you. With all those Lumas around chirping with their little voices. One of the cutest moments I witnessed in a video game. This is one of my favorites, too. I meant to mention it last. Save it for you. New question of the week. This is an interesting one. Dave, did you write this yeah. one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, inspired by people picking between Tomb Raider and Fallout this week, what was the hardest decision you've had to make between buying two video games mm. or systems? Like, you... you Two things came out at the same time. You could choose between one or the other. Mine uh, was, and I've told this story, I think, a couple times. Uh, the N64 had just come out. Mm-hmm. So the PlayStation and the Saturn are already out. And my mom, my fucking, gosh, she's just such a fucking mom. She knew a guy at Montgomery Wards, or like Sears, and like, look, I think I got you a 64. If this is the one you want, it's your Christmas present. It's all you're getting because it's mm-hmm. so expensive. And I was like, okay. And then, and all like, the the day afterwards, I wanted a PlayStation. I wanted a Saturn. And Saturn was like, we're failing so hard. We're giving away Virtua Cup, Virtua Fighter Two, and Daytona USA with the system for ten. Like at the time, the Nintendo sixty four games were what, like eighty bucks? Yeah, the Saturn yeah, was a really good one. And, and I was just like, 
I had to make the decision. Like, I love these games in the arcade. I want the Saturn. And I was, I was with without like, uh, I think I was working a little, but like that, I had no income to buy a system or games. I was saddled with just a Saturn for a long time. So when we talk about Tomb Raider, I played Tomb Raider on the Saturn. I've never played it on a PlayStation. I'm, wow. I'm used to the button combination of a six-button configuration of a Saturn because I've played it over and over on the Saturn. And Wipeout. I played a ton of Wipeout on the Saturn. Wow, mm-hmm. I'm a Saturn. That's mm-hmm. nuts. That is, yeah, before yeah. Sony bought... Uh, well, I still mm-hmm. I played the first Wipeout on the PlayStation. That's mm-hmm. the only place I played it. Yeah, but it was also on Saturn. Yeah, yeah. But I read in Next Gen Magazine that it didn't look as good on the Saturn. It, so nothing I mean, did. Nothing, nothing, nothing did. Not, absolutely nothing, yeah. Nothing with polygons. Um, I believe the big choice for me was... Ah, yes, I recall it was... Metal Gear Solid 3 came out at the same time as uh, Call of Duty. Uh, Call of Duty, like the newest Call of Duty, or maybe it was Medal of Honor. I can't even remember which of those two, but... But, you know, I was having to think about what I would get my, that I would play with my friends, because we're, we had been doing a ton of Halo, and it seemed so like few. the next thing to play with. Yeah. Oh, I had a lot of friends back and forth. I, <laughs> well, not a ton, but uh, anyway, it or, it it was, or it was the new Metal Gear game, and I eventually went with Metal Gear, because I was like, this is for me, we'll just keep playing Halo, and also I was really on the side of... We have to support Metal Gear. Like, this is the better game than Call of Duty. This needs my support, and Hideo Kojima's a genius, and all that stuff. I might have this wrong, but I believe that... Didn't Majora's Mask come out on the same day as the PS2? I believe it did, yes. Because I had worked at Funkoland at the time, and was able to get a PS2 on the day of release, even though, like, they cut the shipments in half. Mm -hmm. So I got a PS2 and Tekken Tag Tournament, but didn't get... Uh, Majora's Mask, which came out around the same time, but yeah, I eventually did get Majora's Mask like early the next year. But like on that I GameCube f- disc? Um, no, no, okay. it was, no, it was yeah. on N64. But like, no, but, it, no, but I it yeah, was the no, GameCube like, disc that came with the pre-order. That is, that's where game. I finished it because yeah. I got it on N64, and then I was like, I'm still playing PS2 games, and never got around to it. And I regret that because also on the GameCube disc, it was weirdly glitchy. Like really? it would, it would crash. It like uprezed, uprezed yeah. in full screen glory. Like well, Christ. Yeah. It also was. It was a game that was on the extra RAM cartridge, so I think that sometimes caused problems with emulation for them. Uh, I can't think of anything specifically, so I'll just say I was once faced with the dilemma of. Do I want a PlayStation 3 or $600? (laughs) And I think I chose poorly. Uh, Uh, Went with a PlayStation 3. Yeah, I waited. And cursed it all the way home. It was sitting in the passenger seat of my car. I was like, I can't believe I spent $600 on this fucking thing just because I'm the the PlayStation editor, Games Radar. We we did that that most expensive everything episode a while back, but adjusting for inflation, that's probably the most expensive system that's ever been on the market. I don't know. I think you could 3DOs go back to like were. yeah, 3DO CDI like relative to its time mm-hmm. that was like over so a thousand like seven, bucks. They were I well, they were like seven hundred. Like adjusted for inflation. Like mm-hmm. I think the one of those two was like worth over a thousand. Meanwhile, the Neo Geo was fucking insane because mm-hmm. those games would cost like over a hundred bucks easy. Yeah, I. Uh, meanwhile, I waited till 2009 for the PS3 Slim and got Uncharted 2 at launch day, and it was a wonderful, magical yeah. Christmas. Yeah. 
I can imagine. That was probably wise of you. Oh my god, Christmas is coming up, you guys. Christmas! <laughs> Christmas! Uh, uh, San Francisco hung up its Christmas decorations on November 7th. Nobody will be here to appreciate them. Mm, nope. <laughs> uh, so what's, what's the hardest decision you've ever had to make between two games or systems? Let us know. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. First person to answer in the forums while also posting the question, essentially starting the thread, gets read first on next week's show. But please answer seriously, semi-seriously at least. Hey, you or guys have access to the internet more than we did during this conversation. So, like, look up your game, look up the dates, make sure it all lines yeah, up. Yeah. Or, but, I mean, I you guess got, You got some time, yeah. except, unless you want to be first. In yeah. which case, just blurt out any old shit that comes to mind. Uh, or you can answer under the comments for episode 138. So that's our show. I know I said I wouldn't let you guys do we plugs. Are we are 138. We are 138. That's clearly got to be our... our that has Ugh. to be our break song. Mm-hmm. That's going to be our break song. Thank you, The Misfits. You guys want to do a quick round of like plugs plug... that you didn't get to get to in the first segment? I would like to plug The Misfits. And yes, we're trying to bring Brett aboard. And that has mm. happened... Uh, but a bunch of things you wanted to do have not yet happened as of this recording. So we have two other Patreon endeavors you might we, we, we want to make you guys aware of because Brett has an idea for a show called Beat My Score, uh, where people submit scores and we try and beat them. Ooh. Probably won't, and then we have to suffer some cause yeah. uh, if we do not. And uh, him and Hank would like to do comic book video game streams because every single comic book video game ever made is accurate and great and <laughs> deserves course. to be celebrated of course, on, a, yes. on a video game live stream on youtube.com slash network. And it's something we can fit in around other shows we're doing. Oh, yeah, and you guys so are also going to be doing commentaries for... Comic, comic book, book cartoons. cartoons. Mm-hmm. For $10 and people. Uh, yeah. yeah, Hulu and all the like. But there you go. Patreon.com slash time. It does... Entitle you to a ton of cool shit, including including physical items starting at five dollars. Uh, new podcasts, new co- like weekly commentaries, weekly podcasts, Talking Simpsons season one, uh, VGM uncut, bunch of stuff there. Seriously, it's um, yeah. It, if you're a patron, you yeah. like you get a bunch of new stuff that's really cool. Weekly extra podcast, it's it's all great. You guys are missing out if you're not. Yeah. I, we thank you so much, everybody who's up there pledges. Uh, for us to hit the goal, thank you very much. But we really, if you've been on the fence, come on, guys, yeah. you're missing out. Yeah. And now because the patrons have unlocked uh, two new podcasts at this point. Yeah, Talking Simpsons and the newly announced Thirty Twenty Ten. More of Ooh. that soon. And there's also Cape Crisis, my comic book podcast, every week. If you're not listening to it and you read comics, what the hell? Do you hate me? Come on. And there's She Podcast. We just did an episode on the WWE title being vacated. Ooh. And uh, yeah, and the the. Cheap podcast commentary for ten dollar Patreon donors. We covered one of the most controversial, controversial wrestling matches of all time: the Montreal Screwjob. Mm. Fun times. Yeah. All right. Well, as always, you can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas. Check out stuff I've done at ubblog.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Let me hear you, Michael. Uh, Check, check. White privilege. White privilege. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. (laughs)